Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Skylords of Charantel, where a handful of high-flying actors will attempt to negotiate the turbulent skies of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and Skymaster, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie Skylord Bellicom, Sam Skysword Burns, Ellie Sky uh, Sky Nord Sparrow, <laughs> and our special guest this week, uh, Amy Sky Gord Lauren. Uh, hello. Yay. We have a guest. It's exciting. Uh, we're we're the yes. <laughs> Welcome to episode thirty-nine of uh, Sky Lords of uh, Show and Tell. Uh, Amy is, of course, a, a very special guest over from infinite deer amy would you like to tell us a little bit more about uh, uh well about about where you're from that mysterious yes, podcast over the, uh, over the road <laughs> oh, mysterious infinite deer in a in a very different world uh we our podcast follows the most dysfunctional party you can possibly imagine as they proceed to fuck up an entire campaign with getting cows high and <laughs> among Kicking children uh, <laughs> and various other misdeeds. Uh, season one is currently available on iTunes, and we're just gearing up to release our second season in mid June. Um, and this new season brings a whole new cast of characters and such antics as cannibalism, uh, auto cannibalism. <laughs> <laughs> And witch cannibalism. So <laughs> look forward to that. Excellent. Wait, so, you had me at kicking children, like. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Infant deer for Not child kicking. Uh, cow, uh, cow intoxication, uh, bovine intoxication, and uh, quite a lot of cannibalism. Yeah, I feel like I might have oversold the cannibalism, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're expecting someone to be eaten every every episode now. <laughs> and uh, we can actually thank. Uh, Chloe Adventurers Wanted for the fact that Amy is here because yes. we were all supposed to be playing with Chloe she organised a game um, for various people and then Chloe could not DM so Robbie DM'd and that's how we met Indeed. Amy Yay. so thank you Chloe <laughs> so uh, speaking of strange coincidences uh, it's that time every week where we cast our minds into the distant past and we ask past Jason what messages from the future Hello, present Jason! It's past Jason from the distant past. According to my calculations, this should be going live on uh, April the 1st, 2019. Hope you guys are enjoying your fooling around. Uh, as always, it's time to talk about our sponsors. This episode is sponsored by Eris, the goddess of discord. If you find <laughs> that your life is a little bit too orderly, Eris is happy to provide uh, golden apples, uh, trickstery uh, manipulations, and all manner of things to make life just that little bit more exciting. If you're in doubt, why not try Eris, goddess of discord, today? Uh, and I think that's it for immediate announcements. Uh, of course, uh, as mentioned by present Jason, don't forget to check out uh, Infinite Deer. And thanks very much to them for letting us steal Amy from them for this episode. So, back to you, present Jason. God, I hate past Jason. He's a dick. Yeah, watch that. <laughs> 
Ugh. So, uh, any uh, anyone else got any news or anything else before we uh, head into the game at hand? Um, I feel like I feel pressure to have something, but I don't. Okay. <laughs> anyone no, I else have anything? I don't think so. In which case, then, feeling pressure. Speaking <laughs> of feeling pressure <laughs> and stress, <laughs> it's time for Skylords of Sharantel. It's Sky Lords of Sharantel. <laughs> They've been through heaven, they'll go through hell. The power of friendship will carry them through. Cause you've got me and I've got you. Whether friendship problems or at death's knell, they'll stick together, the Sky Lords. Sky Lords of Sharantel. I really want to have a dance routine to that. I was not prepared for that. Neither was I. Also, in 39 episodes, we haven't released that as bonus content. No, no, it's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and so, it's still apparently this funny, 39 episodes. 39 episodes. Apparently so, in this yeah, yes. long-running thing that we've definitely been doing for ages. Okay. We've definitely done 38 yep. episodes of yep. <laughs> Speaking of which, I guess it's time that I uh, bring us in a, a reminder of what's happened in the past 38 yes, episodes. Yes, please. please yeah. do. So, with that in mind, previously on Skylords of Sharantel, uh, after a uh, after quite a lot of time, the uh, the uh, the Skylords, that elite team of the Sky Cadets uh, of the Sky Cadet uh, Academy, uh, the pride and joy of the dictatorship of Sharantel, uh, have been facing mission after mission recruited for into the academy for their special skills or unique abilities uh, by the reclusive retired Admiral Jimothy. Uh, the party have uh, just recently managed to defeat their long-standing rival, uh, the Sky Witch Helga Geargrinder. I'll get you next time and your pretty giant flying insect ship too. Helga, now safely away in Sky Prison, um, <laughs> everything has the word Sky, of course, attached uh, before it. Uh, Helga now being safely away in Sky Prison, uh, and uh, in the process, having acquired a replacement uh, broom for Susan after Helga destroyed her previous one. Uh, this is now Helga's broom that she's flying. The party, alas, found it was time to say farewell to their team leader, uh, captain and pilot Adora. Having finally reached the age of 21, Adora completed her training at the uh, Sky Cadets Academy and has graduated to a position uh, in, of course, Sharantel's Navy, fighting their eternal war against the Dragon Empire. So, with that in mind, the Sky Lords had one last uh, farewell bash, but they have been left without a pilot. So, with this in mind, Abyss Mal, you have been uh, sitting, waiting outside Admiral uh, Jimothy's office for a little while now, mm -hmm. uh, and as you're sort of waiting, there is a brief sort of and a blue-skinned uh, humanoid figure in uh, quite sort of uh, baggy trousers and a golden vest, bare arms, 
uh, appears. Uh, appears. Of course, you've recognised this person. Is he wearing a t-shirt and has bare arms, or, he, or does he have the arms of a bear? <laughs> I wish for clarification. Uh, he can acquire bare arms, but in this case, he's wearing a vest, uh, like a waistcoat type vest, cool. um, but no, but no shirt. Um, <laughs> he is fairly, you know, he's he's not doing too badly uh, in the arm department. Uh, something which is important in Admiral Jimothy's stuff. Uh, you, of course, uh, are very familiar with this figure. This is uh, the Academy's butler, Orwell the genie. Uh, Orwell appears. Ah, so, Abyss, good news. I think uh, the Admiral is ready to see you now. That's uh, about time. Yes, of course. Uh, hope, uh, and he kind of awkwardly looks over to your companion. Uh... Do you need me to get anything else for Bruce there, or is he no, no, finally he's good. full? He, he's he's good. I mean, I think I think the last few uh, the last few ships he ate, like they 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 took up quite a bit of room, so he should be fine for another couple of hours, I think. <clears throat> you re- reach over and pet the huge form of your Skywolf, Bruce. Uh, a four, a four-legged beast that looks very much like a terrestrial wolf, if those still existed. Apart from, of course, the fact that he can fly. Uh, he is large enough for you to ride, being a huge monster of a beast. And this, amongst other things, may have contributed to people giving you a certain amount of space in the corridors. Not least because if you don't give Bruce space in a corridor, he will just knock you down and walk over you. Yeah. Oh, he, he's full of love. Like, he, people think he's he's a, he's a monster, but he's just a big softy at heart. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, Of course, says Orwell, looking a little uncomfortable. Well, uh, if you'd uh, care to go through, and the two doors. Uh, there's something, there's a very nice thing about Admiral Jimothy's uh, office. Unlike a lot of the rest of the mansion, which is uh, built out of the same chitinous sort of exoskeleton plates as the gigantic centipede flying through the sky that the rest of the mansion is built onto, uh, Jimothy has spent a great deal of uh, money to have faux red brick for this part of his office, and actual flooring and uh, uh, carpeting and wallpaper and such. And it's very much uh, almost the style of a study from a picture book. There are bookshelves, there there is a desk, all manner of excesses. And you can see behind the desk, sat on his wheelchair, is the incredibly hench, bald form of Admiral Jimothy. There is sweat upon his chrome dome. Um, he has a, he has his distinctive enormous wax moustache, uh, and of course his terrifyingly impressive pecs uh, and uh, and other arm muscles that I can't be bothered to name. Uh, he you see he just finishes he just finishes lift, uh, lifting his last uh, set of dumbbells, places them down. Ah, abyss. Good to see you. One moment. Ah, and he shrugs on a sleeveless shirt. Naturally. <laughs> 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 bother? Was it Do sleeves exist in this setting? They've they definitely been ripped off. I think Robbie um, is asking the right question. Yeah. <laughs> sleeves yeah, do, do they even exist in this setting? <laughs> sleeves exist, but the, but but uh, Admiral Jimothy uh, personally believes that sleeves are bullshit and tries to avoid <laughs> yes. them as much as possible. <laughs> uh, he 
takes a takes a handkerchief and wipes some of the sweat from <laughs> from his brow. Ah, good timing. Just finished up my morning workout session. So, Abbott, first of all, congratulations on uh, on successfully getting your pilot certification. Yes, I'm so excited, sir. Thank you for this. Ah, well, we're certainly excited to see how you do. Now, of course, you've been receiving top marks in uh, every class, uh, except the etiquette class, I noticed, but (laughs) who cares about that? That was my (laughs) thinking, sir. Who cares, right? Exactly. He slams one meaty hand onto the desk, which shakes. I jump sky high. (laughs) 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 Bruce sort of... (laughs) <laughs> Down, boy. He sort of tucks his tongue lolls. Ah, of course, your little pooch. Uh, Jimothy re- opens a drawer, produces an enormous sort of dog biscuit uh, uh, from one uh, from one drawer. Reaches open, picks out a what looks like a very large sort of green scarab from another. It's about fist sized, and tosses the pair of them towards you. Uh, Bruce nabs the dog biscuit out of the air and starts. I make a grab for the bug. <laughs> give me, mm-hmm. just give me a dexterity check. Yeah, the bug sure. tries to br- tries to break free and fly. That is a twenty. Not okay, <laughs> this guest is a good roller. Yeah, this <laughs> uh, Mr. Miyagi style. You just sort of reach out and <laughs> catch that bug uh, in midair. I stuff it in my mouth. <laughs> Delicious. Ah, I always prefer them uh, processed into a de- into a nice shake. He says, putting a large green like a, a, a glass full of large green juice on the ground, oh, drinking it out of a straw. Not on the ground, on the desk. He has a desk. He's not a savage. Kale bug smoothie. Uh, yes. No. Uh, so I prefer the, I prefer the tang and the crunch of the raw. There's nothing that beats it. It gives you a real buzz. Mm. You've got to. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> what did I do? What? Never mind. <laughs> so, in any case, on to your uh, on to your new class. Of course, uh, with your with such glowing grades as I've seen, it's time that we advanced you into the special extra credit cadet class or of course you'd know them by their nickname the Skylords. The Skylords I have been dreaming about this for so long sir I cannot wait to meet them how soon can we get there? Ah you should actually be uh, in fact uh, I believe that Orwell will take you off to their uh, specially assigned break room uh, straight after this meeting uh, and you'll get a good chance to see the pretty fly as well after that get acquainted with your new ship uh, especially since uh, Dora has uh, taken has had her promotion. <laughs> uh, he looks up to the wall, and you can see there is a portrait on the wall of a stern, mustachioed-looking man uh, with distinctive, familiar facial features. But these ones are in. But he has a white mustache uh, <laughs> instead of uh, Jimothy's blonde, uh, <laughs> broad Just mustache. Like exactly the same, but old is what. Exactly you're saying. the same, but old. Ah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's this sort of career. Heading out to the uh, out to join the navy. Why, my grandfather became dictator through these very same routes, and I think that you're all due for fine, fine. He slams his fist together on the, <laughs> on the table. <laughs> positions. So, uh, with that in mind, uh, yes. Ah, oh, one other thing. I do. I'll need to brief 
the uh, uh, these uh, Skylords on uh, your next mission. They've had a bit of downtime, a little bit of R&R. &R. Mm -hmm. So once you've had a chance to uh, get to know your new crew, bring them back uh, to my office and I'll tell you all about your next mission. I look forward to it, sir. Excellent. Dismissed. He gives you a salute. I do not salute. I just kind of give him a grin and, and walk out. <laughs> now, uh, where did I put that bench press? <laughs> Are bench presses small enough to lose? Who knows? I don't know. No, What's a bench not. press? They're None really of us work out, no. so nobody knows. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> work out. Depends <laughs> uh, how big his. Um... Tweet us if you care. <laughs> yeah. The actual bench that he lifts with one arm. Yep, yep, that's it. <laughs> that's literally yep. what I have yeah. in my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, We're all as, weedy little actors. As, you, as you make your way out, you notice a, a, like just a series of uh, glass trophies on a on a shelf for various contests of strength. That looks precarious. Last with his habit of banging the desk. You can see some of them have very obvious points where they've been fixed with glue. <laughs> Repeatedly. One of them has just had done the thing where you, put, where you mix the glue with gold dust and it's now Aww. arguably more gold cracks than glass. Aww. Aww, that's quite sad. As you leave, uh, you see another student uh, who seems to uh, uh, sort of come through a kind of awkward looking uh, young girl maybe about 14 human kind of gives you a nod and sort of blink seems to repeatedly blink in and out of reality uh, in a way that she doesn't seem to entirely have control of uh, as she goes in you hear the door close and goes ah so bell it's a good thing to see you and you hear the sound of his fist of his uh, hand slamming on the desk followed by as one of the trophies falls over ah damn it not again <laughs> I like that he doesn't learn. It's my favourite bit. <laughs> no. It's like he's, he's not learned from any of this. <laughs> so, doesn't uh, even learn to put the trophies in another in another place. <laughs> yeah, just another room would do it. That's all. Not all with literally anywhere character. else. <laughs> but he's got a strength of twenty-four. Well, um, Lord. <laughs> um, he. <laughs> at this point, uh, the blue-skinned form of Orwell reappears. So. Looks like you'll be needing to uh, head off. Uh, you'll be needing me to guide you towards the uh, Skylord. Uh, well, uh, rec room, I suppose. Yes. All right. Show me the way. Okay, we'll need to get to go a little bit of a walk, and uh, Orwell takes you out uh, of uh, Admiral Jimothy's uh, more private section of the mansion, where he does his headmasterly duties. Uh, and across into the sort of open space of the courtyard. Up above, and indeed were you able to look over the safety retaining walls all around and down below, you would see the open sky. Uh, Admiral Jimothy's mansion uh, is, of course, situated on a gigantic centipede, palace-sized, uh, but with diaphanous, uh, gr very green-tinted wings instead of legs, which sort of beat like the like the oars of a boat, one after the other, as the as the great centipede uh, sails on through the sky, making its way between the different floating islands where the majority of civilization is, and where, of course, Admiral Jimothy picks up gifted and interesting students for uh, their private tuition at the uh, Sky Cadets Academy. Leading around the ornamental fountain are some of the uh, mana fruit trees with their bulging, glistening uh, blue fruits. <laughs> 
how did you have to make fruit weird? <laughs> how did you even make fruit weird? Like, how did you do that? They, they, Bargy they, and glistening uh, should not be. They hang down <laughs> in pairs from the from the branches. There we go. Yeah. Sorry. Are they low hanging? Yeah, hey. some of, some of those fruits are very low hanging. <laughs> I think all the fruits pretty low. Hanging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we will snatch as many of them as we can. Uh, <laughs> mm. So. Um, he leads you across the court through the uh, burgeoning halls of the uh, of the student uh, various sort of student accommodations where there are some younger, some older students. Uh, you yourself, I believe, are sixteen, mm-hmm. uh, so coming but latter end of you know, coming into the second later stage of your uh, of your tuition, uh, but for well in advance of your classes, uh, and you are led up to a uh, to a, a, a sort of set of, of chitinous steps and again because chitin is in very easy supply a lot of the material a, a lot of the structures are built from insect chitin which has been painted in various more pleasing colors than just brown there's a lot of default brown that one has to overcome uh, with uh, with earth being carefully rationed to places to grow trees and other things that require soil uh, you are led up some stairs and to a big pair of open, uh, 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 sort of closed double doors. Well, here we are then. This is the Skylord's uh, private uh, rec room. So, if you need, as ever, if you need anything, just uh, just say Orwell and I'll appear. Oh, 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 I have got something. Yes. I wish you had bare arms. <sighs> Once again, I don't actually grant wishes but one moment I do I get this often enough pff, disappears about eight seconds later pff, reappears he has a pair of like cloth bear arms ah! uh, arms of bears which he which he is attached by small clips to his vest yes oh you are the best Bruce sort of claps his paws together <laughs> Oh. <laughs> yes, very droll. Uh, All right, call me if you need me. I'm always watching. And with that, Orwell pff, disappears. Right. I'd like to prepare for a grand entrance and get on my wolf. Okay, you stand <laughs> up onto your wolf. And um, just to prepare, uh, so I'm going to get the opportunity for everyone to describe what they look like to each other because obviously you've not seen them before and they've not seen you. So. As the doors slam open, uh, what do the Sky Lords see of uh, Abyss Mal? They see a very small figure atop a very big wolf with hair so messy and so dirty that you can't really tell what its original colour was um, in a kind of very loose, messy braid at the back. She's very dishevelled and you think her teeth might be a bit more pointy than they should be. She is a half-elf. and she is just freckled completely. Like her skin is basically just one big freckle. <laughs> yeah, with occasional gaps. With occasional <laughs> gaps. There is, uh, of course, the huge wolf uh, beneath her. Sort of, at the moment, it's sort of baring its teeth and <clears throat> snarling a little bit to look more impressive. Uh, it's also very slightly off the ground uh, at, the, uh, at the front. Like its its paws are up as if it's almost forgotten how to just rest for uh, to, to to stay on the ground for a moment. As the doors burst open in your grand entrance, you see a scene of total devastation. 
Couches have been couch pillows have been torn up, strewn around. Broken bottles, drinks have been spilled everywhere. There is a platter of uh, just various food that is actually halfway up a wall and has smeared <laughs> uh, has smeared down. Uh, and there are three groggy figures that start to wake up. Uh, as you appear. So I'm going to ask um, you to describe yourselves. Uh, to begin with, uh, Susan, uh, what does Abyss see? Um, so Abyss sees um, a tabaxi, ginger tabby tabaxi, but with like like people hair. Like she's got like a long sort of frizzy girly hairstyle and um, a big pointy blue wizard's hat with stars on it that is tied under the chin with a big red bow and um, also a sort of dark blue matching cape and robe situation with stars all over it again also both tied with big red bows you get the impression that this would usually be quite neat but it's all a bit cockeyed like she's got dressed in the last three seconds and the hat's a bit wonky the bows are a bit squiffy Um, and also around the neck there is um, there are two patches of fur that are kind of missing a little bit on one missing patch there are a few sucker marks, like a tentacle has been there. <laughs> and on the other patch, there is a full-on hoof print. And you can just see her, like, nervously pulling up the cloak, and it pull- and it flops back down again, and you can still see the two marks, and then she pulls it back up. <laughs> like, um. And the whole time, she's, like, nervously just, like, hiding bottles behind plant pots and, like, just trying to make everything look normal. <laughs> uh, not, uh, sprawled on another couch nearby, uh, Sefray, uh, would you like to... Uh, describe yourself. Uh, well, they are just face down. Like, you can't even tell how they're breathing with that much face in the sofa. <laughs> it's just a mess of long black hair everywhere. Sort of almost grey skin. Very, very pale. Um, black plate armour that's just hanging off awkwardly. And it looks oh, like no. they're wearing a cloak, but as they move their arms waking up, it's actually manta ray wings. And there's a set of tentacles coming out the sort of small of their back. Just two, but really big, chunky octopus ones. Uh, all in black, except there's like party streamers tangled in their hair, which is this weird bit of colour. <laughs> they're trying to pull out and failing. And just groaning. And bare arms, which are covered in like claw marks. <laughs> and prints and tentacle marks. Like, just looking at it going, what the fuck is this? Uh, <laughs> and uh, the third figure has actually broken the couch that they are sprawled over. Uh, Clarabelle, would you like to describe yourself? Alright, uh, Clarabelle groggily uh, gets to her feet, her horns scraping the, uh, the, the ceiling. And as you look up, you see that there are also other multiple uh, horn scrape marks along the uh, ceiling. <laughs> um... Her nose ring is a uh, is very sort of skew whiff, and um, she's uh, uh, rubbing uh, uh, the top of her head, going, "Oh, I've got a third horn coming out here." <laughs> As she um, uh, stands up, you see that she towers over the other uh, people in the room at uh, seven foot five, and um, cracks her back. You see that her. Um, her legs bend the opposite way to most other uh, humanoids, uh, and she sort of 
let's let's lose a um, a curious noise that sounds a bit like. <laughs> All right. That was well good. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> you see that uh, also she's uh, got a um, uh, a great axe slung across her back, but it's um, it seems to be um, uh, covered in uh, what you hope is syrup, and um, from one of her uh, her horns, there's like all the paper streamers from a party popper. <laughs> was she sleeping with the great axe on her back? Apparently so. <laughs> that seems risky. <laughs> you can just see you can see there's a small patch around the back of Clarabelle's head where a little bit of her hair has been just sliced off by the great axe at some point. Probably when she, she has... originally fell over. She has very, very short hair all over her body. <laughs> It's so, like brown. <laughs> yeah. So when I notice, um, I'm so sorry. What's your character name? I'm having a moment. Abyss. Abyss. I think mm. it was something cool. Although so, you, yeah, yeah. So when I notice Abyss, there I'm like, sort of like stands bolt upright. When I notice there's a person here, and I'm like, hi, he's a new person. Um, I'm Susan. Nice to meet you. Um, hello. Everything's fine. Um, uh, hi. I feel like I just walked really into loud. the aftermath of an orgy. <laughs> um. Um, did we have an orgy? Is that what? Is that what happened? We did not have an orgy. We can't have had an orgy because I've never been drunk before, and it was my first time last night. So if I had an orgy on the first time that I was drunk, then I'm blaming both of you. Okay. <sighs> oh, oh, no, I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> I can't like, you do that. I'll just clean everything up all on my own. It's fine. No, no, don't worry cool. about that. Cheers. I, I like the mess. It's, it's, it, it, adds, it adds some grip to the place. Hi, I'm Abbas. Nice to meet you. I've heard so much about you. You're Susan, right? Yeah, yes, Susan. Susan Brines. Nice to meet you. I give you a like, really, really awkward handshake. Like, really awkward. I kind of slap it and just kind of... I don't know what to do with your hand. We just end up, like, <laughs> faffing with yeah. hands in the middle of the table. <laughs> but that was, that was fun. Yay. So... You're our new pilot! Yeah! Great. I just got promoted and I am ready to pilot like a real pilot. Okay, yes, you I know, know that, what I'm doing. And you are aware that the insects have souls and can feel pain, so you are going to be sensitive to that, right? I know not everyone oh. thinks that, but it is true, so just be nice Whoa. to our girl, yeah? No, I just try not to think about that, so like Let's just not mention it again. Well, we'll talk about it again later. It's fine. But if you need anything, oh. just give me a shout. I'm the sensible one around no. here. No, no shouting. No shouting. No shouting. No, no. That 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 cockroach on the floor there is crawling away really Ooh. far too loudly. Cockroach, where? Roll a perception check. <laughs> uh, do, 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 do. I can actually find it. That was a six. Yeah. You're. St- like you see for a moment a shadow and then ah but before you uh, but before you can get to it uh bruce ah, ah, <clears throat> licks it up <clears throat> crunches it in his teeth damn it bruce i had dibs <laughs> I put on i get i rummage in my robes for a minute and get a badge out from mm. my pocket pin it on and it says insects have souls <laughs> and I, just, I just look at you and your wolf <laughs> I pointedly look away, <laughs> looking around the room, and anything but that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so nice place that you got here. 
Yeah, it's usually um usually a bit nicer. We had a bit of a bit of a shindig, a bit of a party. You Do you know? always sleep here? Um yeah yes. Well, well, you do. You do actually have your own, like uh, your own uh, bedrooms. But the way that it seems, the way that the party progressed, you just never got there. Uh, there are <laughs> there are four bedrooms, uh, including Adora's, which of course is now empty. Yeah, I mean, usually we sleep not all in this room. Oh, um, but you, you've got your own bedroom. Oh, I mean, yes, good. Mm. Why I'm- do you like? Like weird groups sleeping. Are you one of those people? Well, like, I, I just don't like being alone. You know. Right. <laughs> oh no! Of course you're with me, Brucey. Don't worry. I like other people. Like I prefer more people. Brucey can get a little cuddly. You know. Yeah, he's. <laughs> he reaches over. Yeah. He le- leans his head back and sort of licks at. Um, I guess the nearest bit he, he can reach is probably just like your forearm. <laughs> <laughs> he's um. He's really quite big, isn't he? Oh yeah, and he's only going to get bit at my bigger. first stands on end. It's <laughs> <laughs> a fine beastie you've got there. Oh, you like him? Yeah, it's uh, and I uh, I sort of drunkenly stagger over and try and scratch him behind the ears. Roll an animal handling check. <laughs> oh, this is going to go so well. <laughs> oh, it's a nineteen. Oh. <laughs> And uh, he sort of snuffles you and starts and starts licking you appreciatively, um, and, and you, you find yourself thinking, "Oh no, he's getting on. Uh, he seems to be getting on quite nicely." Uh, Abyss, you are aware that uh, Bruce is sort of doing a taste test to see whether he would like to eat this thing later. I <laughs> he likes you. <laughs> Go on, just let him lick your face a little bit. Go on. <laughs> Uh, she sort of um, gingerly uh, uh, leans down. I, actually, how big is uh, is Bruce? Would, it, uh, would she need to le- lean down? Bruce is large enough for for, uh, for Abyss to ride, but not so large that his head is uh, seven feet up. You would need to lean down a little bit. Okay, he is yeah, large uh, enough to maybe look Susan in the eye. Okay, quite yeah. easily. Yeah, because that's what the cat really needs. Yeah, five and a bit feet. Five and a bit uh, feet, I think. Like so. Five and a half. Yeah, yeah. so okay. like he—he's—he's he's just just under head height with you, uh, but for Clarabelle, you do actually have to lean down. Okay, okay. I, I do lean down. Going, ah, there you go. You. Like just whisper in Bruce's ear. Now, Brucey, I know you. I know you want to, but you can't. Not today. Okay, not today. Play Mind nice. the nose ring. Mind the nose ring. Oh. <laughs> Bruce sort of crunches on the cockroach he found earlier. <laughs> I watch him crunch on the cockroach and just go, um, excuse me a second, and I just vomit into a nearby plant pod. <laughs> Bruce, pad, Bruce pads over. You're still on Bruce at this point. Sniffs the vomit, seems to consider it, and then ignores it. Well, it's probably a good thing he didn't go for that. He'd be drunk. <sighs> um, I imagine a creature that big has a very big tolerance. Maybe. Clarabelle's anything to go by. Oh, uh, yeah, it's all due to uh, body weight and metabolism, isn't it? Yeah. Nah, Clarabelle, you're a lightweight. You're a complete lightweight. Well, I may be a bit delicate this morning, but, I mean, what we were drinking last night would have... Oh, would have floored a dire dragonfly. 
Does anyone remember what we were drinking last night? Does anyone remember what it was? <laughs> I mean, I know what we were drinking because we talked about it beforehand. We let that man of fruit go sort of mouldy in a cupboard for a few weeks and said it was booze. Might have been, but I don't know how strong it was. And I don't um, remember anything past about 8pm, so if anyone could enlighten me, that'd be great. Anyone well, there was this moment where you started levitating. That was a bit weird. Yeah. I'm not used to speaking to you eye to eye. Anyone can who wants to town, uh, can make an arcana checks and study the yeah, various stains and marks around the room. <laughs> yeah, with a plus zero to arcana, yeah, why then. not? <laughs> I actually have a pretty good arcana. Oh, oh no, bloody I don't. hell, that's a one. Sixteen. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Carabelle, you, you don't have a lot of experience with spells, but you do have a lot of experience uh, seeing Susan cast spells, and you're actually able to identify the several of the exact ones that she appears to have drunkenly cast uh, in the process uh, uh, the previous night while just wrecking the room. Um, <laughs> Curiously enough, Susan, and uh, 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 and also Severay, uh, waking up, you feel, although you feel kind of terrible and hungover, uh, you're actually as recharged in terms of your magical power as you would be, uh, uh, as you were before you started the party. So apparently, drinking all of that, uh, uh, all, all of that fermented mana fruit did also recharge your, your magic. As it usually would if we ate uh, it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Let's oh, do it every night. That's useful. <laughs> Let's not do it every night. Does anyone remember anything? <laughs> I remember. This is right. Like, cool. Good. Yeah. Good for you, Abbas, was it? Yeah, that's me. Hi. What's, what was your... Oh, okay. Right. No, 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 no. Let me guess. Let me get me. Let me guess. Um, um, so tentacles, wings, mm, mm. black hair. Um, yep. No, I'm coming up blank. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's go with Brian. I feel like a Brian this morning. Hi, Brian. Oh, I've heard so nice much about you. you. Of course, Brian. Of Don't course. be mean to the new kid. Their name's Cetro. <laughs> uh, uh, I knew that. Hmm? Of course I knew that. Everyone knows about you guys. Oh, right. Do they? Yeah. Your, your, your reputation. Reputation? Is that how you say it? It precedes yep. you. Right. Like, everyone talks about you guys. You guys are the... The coolest. I'm really happy to be here. Well, we are quite good, so... Should we be worried about that? Well, depends sort of what the uh, reputation that precedes us is. People just you say met that us, your... it can't be good. People say that your friendship and your teamwork is just <laughs> next level, and that's what really makes you <laughs> the guys to beat, the, the elite force. Uh, so just I'm just really happy ball, to join. giggling on the floor. I vomit into another plant pot. <laughs> the voice is blue. <laughs> and, um, it sparkles. Uh, <laughs> Clarabelle for a, a brief moment sort of is just beaming like, yeah, that's us. That's all absolutely factually accurate. <laughs> as Kerbal uh, sort of stands up, you know, ha- hands on hips, nodding, you can see behind her is a slightly, now slightly tattered and blue vomit stained um, sort of f- uh, flag and colours for the academy's, uh, for the academy, the academy's skyball team uh, <laughs> that uh, you would of course know that Clarabelle is the fly half for. Yes, of course, naturally. So, can I clarify something? So, Sephra has very obvious cat scratches yep. on their arms, which I can see. Yes. Can I see if I can see any cat scratches 
on Clarabelle. <laughs> uh, Karen, give me a perception check. Okay. Um, that is a 16. There are both cat scratches and sucker marks, so they're, they're kind of hard to tell because of the fur. Can Clarabelle feel any of them? <laughs> uh, roll a, just a straight wisdom check. Okay. From the outside, you kind of see me look at Clarabelle and then my look away and my tail starts flicking. <laughs> like, really fast. Okay, that's a ten. <laughs> it's it's kind of hard to tell the hangover is overshadowing any <laughs> any such <laughs> feelings. Broad discomfort, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everything hurts. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> All right, well, guys, uh, we need to go to uh, get our new mission because we've been thrown in the deep end. Oh, good, they're not coming here. <sighs> okay, <laughs> I stop frantically cleaning. <laughs> Okay, good. Let's, yes, let's get get up, Sephiroth. The deep end's where I'm I do my best up. work. Up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everyone just try and look normal. I straighten my hat and I straighten it a little bit too far so it goes the other way, wonky. <laughs> Sephiroth, right, your makeup is just so smudged this morning. <laughs> Has anyone seen my weapon? <laughs> Which uh, one? The big stick one, what's the word? Sorry, mornings. Uh, there it is. There it is. No, that's that's a plan. All three of you roll an intelligence <laughs> check. Okay. <laughs> oh. Ten. Um, that is five. Seven. Sephiroth, you have a sketchy memory of be of last having it in the um club jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> and as you sort of stumble over and push open the door, you can see that your enchanted glaive is just rammed into the porcelain, uh, well, porcelain-esque, it's actually more chitin, um, uh, t- uh, uh, tiling of the jacuzzi point first cool. and has cracked it. <laughs> Thought I was going to have to blow a second level spell to find this thing good. <laughs> no. That's why uh, silicons are banned here. We, we never found them last time. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, um, gathering together your belongings. I grab my broom. <laughs> as you make, uh, as you get ready to leave, there is a boom. Orwell reappears. All right. So it's time for what in the name of the Skyhawks happened here? Sky dragon. Yeah, dragon came in and he narrowed dead now, so his it's fine. eyes. I told you a hundred times, don't do that. It's really quite off-putting. <sighs> Bing! Disappears. Bing! Reappears with a mop. Just go. <laughs> Sorry, Orwell. Orwell starts. <laughs> Bing! Bing's away and back, this time with a bucket, and just starts mopping up vomit, grumbling to himself. <laughs> but bye You're the best, Orwell. Hooray, my wish is your command. (laughs) (laughs) You leave Orwell beginning the process of cleaning up the night's events. So, you make your way back through the academy grounds, wincing at the bright sunlight. (laughs) I put on sunglasses. (laughs) I sort of move my tail so it shields. My eyes, like I curl it round, so it's like a little mm. peak. <laughs> I am beaming. I am. I'm. 
I am a very different energy. You're having yeah. the best right day. Yeah. I'm having the greatest. <laughs> See, uh, wagging his tail a bit, because Bruce is actually pretty young as Skywolves go. Like, he will get bigger. Uh, but there's still some of that puppyish enthusiasm uh, left in him. Uh, he sort of just bounds into the air and just casually just... F- it looks a bit like a leap, but it's definitely just flies across the courtyard. I'm taken by surprise by this and go, Oh, sorry, that just caught me. That caught me off guard a bit. Yeah. Once he's in the air, his legs just sort of dangle a bit while he floats forward until <laughs> until he's about to land and he readies them and just pounces onto the ground. <laughs> Scratching behind the ear. Good boy. <laughs> 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 You're such a sweetie. Uh, the rest of you catch up uh, as best you can, uh, and you are shown back towards Admiral Jimothy's office, uh, where the doors open up. <laughs> ah! Good to see you. You can see Jimothy. I wince at the loudness of his voice. <laughs> yeah, everyone winces. <laughs> Jimothy in his uh, sleeveless shirt, now with a sleeveless vest as well, on top of it, uh, is very carefully reassembling a trophy with with glue with gold flakes in it. (laughs) (laughs) So, glad to see you've all gotten a chance to meet each other. How are we doing? He slams his fist on the ground, the trophy pops the trophy crack again. Damn it all. Picks the mic up, starts gluing it again. Right. (laughs) Well, we're doing better than these trophies this morning. That's something, at least. Uh, Everything's fine. We're all friends already. Yeah, best friends. Excellent, excellent. I knew you'd all get on. So, I think it's time for your mission briefing. He sort of picks up the fragments of trophy, sighs, pulls open a drawer, (laughs) puts them in for now, closes the drawer... Pulls open another drawer, gets his glass of bug juice out, <laughs> drinks it, pulls it close again. All right, so he snaps his fingers and uh, uh, Orwell appears, bing, and start and pulls down a uh, one of those like rollout maps from the ceiling, uh, and you can see on a blue background are dotted out the uh, the sort of archipelago of floating islands that make up the uh, kingdom, or well, technically dictatorship, of Sharon Tell. Uh, there's a few central ones, and then the small ones tend to move around, so this map has to periodically be updated every uh, few decades. Uh, but this is the most recent one, and you can uh, and marked on it in a little glowing blue dot, uh, thanks to Orwell uh, sort of pointing at it and uh, adjusting it magically, you can see the current position of the Academy. Um, so, as you know, we've been having some trouble for a long time now with uh, that what that one renegade from the Dragon Empire operating in our nation, Faranax Bronzewing, the Dragon Pirate. So, I know that you've uh, had some clashes with uh, his minions before, but. I think it's time, now that uh, Helga Geargrinder is solidly safe behind bars, to send you on something of a little, uh, something a little bit more uh, risky. Also, it's quite urgent, and we need you. You can trust us, sir. It's okay. Fantastic! Slams his hand on the desk. You hear the sound of you hear the sound of glass breaking from inside the desk. Damn it all! <laughs> 
<laughs> takes another sip of bug juice. <laughs> yes. So the uh, it's t- uh, so Thara- We've been able to track Tharanax's base uh, for some time now, at least some of his bases, and we believe his current base is here. And he uh, uh, and he uh, gestures to a bit of the map, of which Orwell causes to light up in red. Uh, you can sort of see that it's a very small floating island, a distance off from uh, on the edge of the uh, archipelago. Now, what we'd like, uh, what we want you to do is take the pretty, pre- take the pretty fly, and uh, head out there and investigate the base itself. Normally, this would be quite dangerous, but there's good news. Tharanax himself has was sighted in a raid on the far side of Charentel just yesterday. So we know that he's not in his base and is hopefully distracted. If you're quick, you should be able to nip in, grab uh, anything of interest, and we think there is something of interest there, and bring it back. Maybe finding out a bit of it is about his plans. You see, we think he's doing not only the impossible, but the illegal. <gasps> and that's a crime. And we hate crimes. So. We do hate crimes, so Indeed. Yes. We believe he's figured out a way to reach down into the smog and pull things back. As you know, of course, uh, and as all school children know, the smog is the huge black rolling carpet of clouds down below, long below or beneath all of the floating islands, which is intensely toxic, kills anyone who approaches it, and into which no one who has ever been ever returns. To which Orwell says, Yes, sir, we we all know that. Why are you repeating it? I've drunk rather a lot of bug juice this morning, <laughs> and I think someone might have spiked it with fermented manna fruit. There's, oh, you don't uh, want to be messing with that. Uh, all, all three of you from the previous night rolled an intelligence check. Yeah. This is to see which of us it was. That's <laughs> uh, a 17. Um, that oh, that's is, two. That's a dirty 20. Uh, yeah, but, uh, um, <laughs> Sephiroth and Susan, you both suddenly remember Susan wearing a large ceramic pot, uh, <laughs> over her head with the wizard hat on top, sneaking into Jimothy's office and spiking his bug juice with some of the fermented manna fruit, now that you think about it. My fur puffs up and I look down. <laughs> I also want to take a brief look around the office to see if I scratched anything while I was here. <laughs> Roll a perception <laughs> check. Um, that's a fifteen. There is there is one there there are three sharp scratches across the glass of one of the trophies, but fortunately, it is one of the ones that has been reassembled several times. <laughs> I look accusingly at Sefrey. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, like, this is your fault. <laughs> I look as innocent as possible. Sorry, uh, 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 Abbas. During this interaction, I would just like to. Well, that's very suspicious, and I want to go and take a sip of his juice just to see. Roll an initiative check to see who's faster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, would that be plus dex? Yes. Okay. Uh, that is a 16. Ha! He manages to cover it in, t- in time. Mm, oh, all right then. <laughs> mm. You take a sip of it. Well, oh, that is a little rancid, yeah. 
Yeah, I think that's... Yeah, yeah, you're probably... I take another sip. <laughs> yep, that's... Uh, one more sip. Okay, there we go. Roll a constitution saving throw. <laughs> <laughs> yes. uh, you get plus three if you're in ten feet of me. Yes. Uh, 18, oh, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Okay. Yeah, you feel like... Oh, that feels a little bit weird, but... Ooh, curious. Um, yeah, nothing happens yet. Okay. But I'll just remember. But I'm going to give That's you deeply ominous. But I'm going to give you the small token. Oh. And at a moment where you feel like it would be a, an interesting time for something to happen, pass me that token back. Okay. That is that. That's not ominous in the slightest. Color me excited. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you do sort of hiccup, and there's just like a small flicker of blue energy out of your uh, mouth for a moment, but you sort of <clears throat> manage to stomach it down. <laughs> takes Timothy takes back his much reduced bug juice. No, oh, gonna have to crush some more bugs. Drains the rest of it. <laughs> Puts, uh, opens drawer and throws the uh, and throws the the glass inside. Crash. Damn it! Smacks the table. Smacks <laughs> all the trophies. Falls over. Smashes. Damn it all! <laughs> anyway. As I just said, no one can go into the smog and return, but we think Tharanax has found a way to reach into down to the smog and get stuff without having to send someone there. We're concerned that he's retrieved some sort of dangerous artifact from those blasted doomed regions so we'd like you to head to his secret base find out whatever it is he's been pulling up and any other details you can and bring them back to us so that they're in the safe hands of the government the best people to use dangerous things of course so i wouldn't want anyone else to have anything dangerous in the government all right that's your mission Best of luck, and may the sky hawks be with you. And he slams his hand on the desk one last time, and another two trophies fall over. Okay, uh, Clarabelle attempts to salute, but ends up just um, knocking one of her horns. And, Ow! <laughs> I go for like a little nerdy bow, and then kind of come up a bit early, like covering my mouth, like. <clears throat> okay. Swallowed down my third stick of the day. <laughs> the. Uh, a, you see Orwell sort of face palm, bing, bing, reappears with a broom and a dustpan. Oh, I wasn't Aww. sick, I swallowed it. No, it no, cool. no, he just goes over to the broken trophies oh, and starts oh, no. putting them into neat piles. Can I just ask quickly, we're in a place called um, Sharontel, yeah? Yes. Is the briefing colloquially known as a show and tell? <gasps> yes. Uh, yes. yes. It is now. It's it is we now. We invited Amy to this show, listeners. Mm. <laughs> the puns. Episode 39 onwards, it's now show and tell. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, so with that in mind, you are escorted out as uh, Jimothy once again begins gluing, <laughs> gluing broken trophy pieces back together. Uh, and you... Uh, and you make your way towards the pretty fly. Uh, on one of the la- uh, now there is uh, towards the tail end of the giant centipede, uh, well, kind of like monolith, like megalithic centipede, really, uh, that you are upon. Uh, you make your way to your airship, your living airship, the pretty fly. It's as much as anything resembles a gargantuan dragonfly. Uh, with two huge compound eyes, a very small mouth, 
um, which mostly consumes manna fruit, and then also produces it on the inside. Uh, you'd think that this would cause conservation of energy problems, but, that's, uh, but that is solved by its vast, diaphanous and brilliantly green wings, uh, which photosynthesize, uh, which is also how it produces your emergency rations. Of course, since no one really enjoys, well, some of you may enjoy chowing down on the strange yogurty substance uh, that the pretty fly is able to produce in the kitchen, uh, to, which contains all of the nutrients and none of the flavour uh, for a healthy diet, you've also taken the habit of packing a lot of sandwiches in the galley <laughs> and just like other treats and such. Uh, the, int uh, the central thorax of the pretty fly <coughs> itself it has actually been hollowed out and contains a number of different rooms, uh, many of which I believe are, are mentioned on the uh, stats that I've given you. Uh, thank you, just need to remind myself. Uh, uh, Amy, this, so there are, of course, the sets of bunk beds, the lounge, which is a bit like the rec room you had. Uh, there is, of course, the pilot's chamber, uh, and of course, uh, the kitchen, uh, dining area, and armory, and a small set of showers. Uh, and of course, uh, it also comes with your own with uh, with four gliders, three of which are were almost never used, uh, thanks to the fact that one of you has a flying broom, mm -hmm. uh, one of you has uh, manta ray wings and can glide. Uh, <coughs> Adora, when she was still uh, and Adora, when she was still around, uh, had literal uh, like angel wings. Uh, thanks to uh, thanks to her, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Begins with an A. Asimov uh, heritage. Yeah. Uh, however, one of these three glide of uh, the four gliders, the rest of them are just standard sort of brown chitin and uh, uh, and sort of insect wing like uh, uh, fan uh, gliders. One of the four, however, has been extensively painted in gold and purple stripes to match the colours of their favourite sports team and the sports team that they are part of and the Fly uh, Half Four. Uh, they've, there are even a couple of small modifications for style and, f uh, and flight adjustments, and that is, of course, Clarabelle's personal glider. Shut up, Bill Skyboard rules! <laughs> 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 so and skyballs roar. So um, the <laughs> so uh, with that in mind, uh, you find that uh, you head up the uh, lowered ramp uh, that uh, leads up to the interior of the, the pretty fly. The pretty fly itself sort of fans its wings at your approach and leap cocks its gigantic head, uh, peering <laughs> down at you. I say hello, pretty fly. How are you today? Glad so to hear it. <laughs> well said. I'm hoping its response to how you're feeling today was pretty fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <clears throat> so, uh, as you uh, you make your way up, and yeah, there's um uh, to your uh, to your um to your person uh, to. Probably your personal glee, Abyss. Uh, the bunk beds are all communal on board the ship. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> A nest. Fantastic. <laughs> Who's the... sharing with who? <laughs> <laughs> 
there are four bunk beds at least and uh, Bruce, dis- Bruce sort of looks around and decides that the space in between the bunk beds uh, so the, sorry, the two pairs of bunk beds is where he will be sleeping and just sort of flops down onto it well he's all tuckered out it's been an exciting day for him it's only 9am it's already been a long day (laughs) (laughs) he was up hunting sky deer Um, very early on Uh, so as you gather yourselves together is uh you, of course, still have access. Uh, you don't have to set off yet. If there's anything you want to get uh, from the Academy, any preparations you want to make before you uh, head up onto the Pretty Fly, or if you want to explore the Pretty Fly a bit yourself, uh, Abyss, and see if there's anything, uh, uh, you know, look at any of the particular areas, uh, feel free. I think I would just like to jump in and try and bond with, with the ship. Okay. So you head up uh, through the narrow passages well, most of it, the, the sort of thorax cavity that's been laid out is a large series of rooms connected by doors. But towards the front end, there is a narrow sort of, um, well, not exactly a crawl space, but you know those like tubes with like ladder holders, uh, with, with like, what, ladder steps? Yes, steps, that's, that's the word, uh, where you sort of pull yourself up along them. Uh, you crawl up through one of those to reach the pilot's seat. Uh, there's enough space for everyone to be in the pilot's uh, chamber, but generally, a lot of the time, if there's a combat situation, you come down towards where the uh, where the ramp, the exit ramp is, which is also where the gliders are stored, if you need to leave. The pilot's chamber is a sort of hemispherical chitin line chamber. There's no natural light here. Uh, there is, however, a mage orb suspended in the ceiling to provide light, and there is light from the screens that, uh, thanks to a mixture of illusions and divinations cast by the gifted st- students along the same programs as uh, uh, as um, Susan is on, uh, there are essentially illusionary viewing screens that can be activated all around the central uh, seat. But those uh, viewing screens aren't for you. Those viewing screens are for anyone who might be up here with you. For you, there is the pilot's seat. It's designed, again, in that there, it's built of the same chitin that is very easy for uh, the flesh crafters of Charantel to produce. Um, but it is also cushioned out with, uh, with comfortable leather. Uh, for the most part, except for the cradle, the adjustable cradle into which you put the back of your, into which you rest your head, uh, which connects to a very fleshy, sort of pale grey sort of pad, which itself connects to a thick series of wire-like, almost I want to say like tendrils that run down the back of the chair into the base and where you know run directly into the brain of the pretty fly. Sitting back and adjusting the headrest to a comfortable position, you lean back, close your eyes, put your hands on the handrests, which also have two more of these small pads of gray matter, and begin the the process of first bonding with the creature. As this happens, you sort of feel yourself 
as you practice the necessary breathing exercises begin to drift away almost as if into a state near sleep and you sort of feel listen to your breaths And as it continues, you can feel, just faintly hear, a second set of breaths, much slower, much longer and larger. And your own breathing begins to slow to match it. And as it does so, you feel yourself drift away from your body until you're at a point where you can just equally feel two faint sets of beings. You will yourself closer to the foreign set, and as you uh, and as you match your breathing, the smaller, thinner, weedier half-elf breathing begins to fade away, and you can just feel the the rush of air through the numerous hollow cavities, magically enhanced, that form the breathing apparatus of your form. As you, you don't have eyelids, so you can't exactly close your eyes, but what begins in darkness turns to a blurry sort of view, and then over time begins to concentrate, not as human uh, or half-elven eyes would focus in uh, from a blurry state, but rather it's like you're getting millions and millions of hazy indistinct images at once. However, as you begin the, the now familiar and practiced, albeit on much smaller, comparatively simpler craft, you begin to resolve those many crude and slightly blurry images into a single cohesive whole. And once again, as the uh, as you begin to get used to your new senses, you experience the joy of full all-around vision. Apart from the small amount of space that your own long, uh, thin body is blocking out, you can see all around you at all times. You're, you have... You don't... None of your individual eye fragments has good resolution, but together you can see a great distance in great detail. And you begin to sort of flex your body, uh, allowing your your great gossamer wings to just flutter and flicker, beginning to stretch them, feel how they feel in this new form. Again, it's not an unfamiliar design, but everything is much larger, and you can feel the gentle uh, rush of uh, of sort of nutrients coming in from your wings as you feel the sunlight basking on them and in a very real sense feeding you. You feel you flex your tail and you can feel both the stinger, the, the sharp heavy uh, chitinous stinger itself at the end, but also how to activate the enhancements that will allow you to make use of your body's primary weapon. Everyone else, you are kind of looking around like, ah, okay, so at least we left this place in a better state than the rec room. When you hear the, the when you feel the whole, uh, the whole of your ship begin to sort of shift and sort of adjust as a new pilot gets used to moving the body around and the sort well, of rattling like to... of wings. 
I'd like to find a bucket and put her over her head because I know that she won't be aware of anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you find a bucket, you clamber up, and you see the compl- the comatose form of uh, Abbas Mal leaning back in the comfortable chair, absolutely unaware of your presence. <laughs> well, while you do this, I go, Sephiri, don't be mean, she's new. <laughs> and um, then, like, and I, just laughs. <laughs> I kind of look down and like tap the bucket to check that she's actually not aware. You you get no sensory feedback from stuff around you. Uh, okay. You can't even you. Although, give me a perception check using your own stats for Ooh, my stats. yes, because okay. your mental stats use your own. That is a twenty-two. You mm-hmm. you can ju- you can't hear uh, like you can't feel what's happening, but you can very faintly hear inside you their muted conversation enough to work out what they're saying. Mm-hmm. You couldn't hear them if they were whispering, but if they're talking at a normal volume, you can hear inside your own body, and you uh, and you can respond. Um, the uh, voice is just the pretty fly's actual. Uh, voice, but you do. But there are the necessary enhancements to allow you to manifest a voice within yourself. Ooh, juicy. Uh, so you can say anything you want, and it will just reverberate out of the walls. Uh, that's useful information. I think I'm actually just going to see what they talk about when they yeah. think I can't hear them for the so, moment. Once I've decided that she <laughs> yeah. can't hear, which I'm assuming that I have, I go, okay, what happened last night? Because I don't remember anything, and I think. Sephiri, I think you maybe spiked Timothy's drink, and that's really not okay. And I, what happened? <laughs> what? <laughs> I might have done. I don't. Do you remember anything? Uh, I I remember. No. Uh, definitely there was uh. There was something to do with uh various different uh magical effects, and then uh I think that was uh, uh when we were having the uh sky beer pong. And then, uh, <laughs> and she sort of uh, scratches her head. Uh, no, there was a, there was a large uh, bit I don't remember. And then you snuck off for a while. I assumed you were just making out. When was that? Uh, okay, we broke up, so that can't have happened. I remember nothing, but I do have this super cool tattoo now. Has anyone else got one of these? <laughs> Oh, yeah. What tattoo? What Where? Where have you got a tattoo? <laughs> it's like on my the inside of my wrist. I'm gonna start checking bits of me and see if there's a tattoo oh, anywhere. <laughs> Clarabelle's is on her knee. Um, I have sorry, I don't know. Uh, Nineteen. You have to turn around and look, but yep, you got a tramp stamp. It's top of the arse, small of the back. I sort of like. Look down the back of my room and go, When did that happen? Who did this to me? Everyone roll an intelligence check. (laughs) Twelve. Seven. Um, Twenty-one. Wait. I was going to say none of you remember, but someone got over a twenty. You're not entirely sure how, but you have this definite memory of you doing it. Do I even know how to do tattoos? 
that's the thing that's confusing you. You definitely remember doing it, but you also remember doing it to yourself, but not like reaching, not like twisting around. You definitely remember doing it to yourself as if you were another person leaning over your own body, doing it to your, to the small of your back. You, you've no, these are very sketchy memories. I sort of start hyperventilating a little bit and go, Sephiroth, it must have been you. You're the only one who did something like this. Well, I'm pretty sure there's water in my ass, and I didn't do that to myself. There's water in my ass too. Hey, look at your name, nearly. Wait, did you, did you hear that? I think she's awake. Someone can't spell Susan. Just <laughs> <laughs> just say my name with it. Someone's... Someone's written sausage on my ass. Okay, I need to have a look what mine says because what does mine say? What does yours say? Um, it says abyss. No, no, it doesn't say abyss because we haven't met you. Yeah, my name's really mixed up. Sorry, it says um, it says Sephiro Bill. Yeah. <laughs> like a combination of both of their names. <laughs> wow, you've, you've written a shipping name on your. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's spelt like slightly yeah. wrong for how you'd expect yeah. it to be spelt as well. Yeah, Sephiroth with an F rather than a PH. Like. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that uh, sort of explains this one. It says um, Sefson. But why is it on my knee of all places? So where's my Clarabelle then? I'm missing a Clarabelle, surely. I start looking for another you? tattoo. <laughs> Roll, roll a perception check. <laughs> uh, six. Can't find it. Can't find it. It's almost like that's <laughs> Can the only I see it of... anywhere on them? Do you t- do you search them extensively? I kind of like surreptitiously try and look at as much of them as possible and see if I can see any other. Okay, give me a perception check. Yeah, but I don't like yeah. actually go over and touch them. Like... Oh, nope, that's a nine. <laughs> Can't see it. <laughs> Is she awake? Can she hear us? I mean, silence. <laughs> Assume not. I bang the bucket with my glaive. <laughs> Don't stop it. She's new. <laughs> you can't actually see inside you. You can only hear inside you, but you can, you can guess what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm you're loving being a fly on the wall, but no, it's not fly on the wall. It's a fly, fly is the, the wall. wall. <laughs> <laughs> the wall on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this is all horribly embarrassing. Can we just agree not to tell the new person because there's... They're supposed to think that we're good at stuff and like real people. We are good at stuff. Well, Last time we were very good at getting drunk. <laughs> like Dora always knew what was going on. I bet she can hear something. We thought you went all dead and stuff when you were a pilot. Dunno. Well there's there's like degrees of dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Like I was pretty dead. dead last night, but I'm not dead uh, dead anymore, at least I think not. I don't well, even know I didn't know bring anymore. you back. I can't do that yet. <laughs> I can't either. You'd better not die. That'd be very difficult. What if we die from how much we drank last night? Does that happen? I think if we were going to, to, we would have done so by now. It's a hangover a disease. Can you die from a hangover? Because I feel like you can. I'd like to chime in at this point and just say, don't worry, guys, I'm here now. I'll protect you. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. We're all going to die. <laughs> This tattoo really hurts. <laughs> Buckethead's gonna save us all. Yeah, I am. <laughs> oh, I feel intensely reassured. Should we like get on with the job that we're supposed to be doing Great now? Mission. <laughs> all right, you gather together your supplies, uh, and 
after a little bit of practice getting your body re- your new body ready you take off and begin the process of flying along the chartered course once you get yourself on course however you are able uh, whenever you wish to simply uh, take your uh, leave this huge body much faster now that you've be- now that you've attuned uh, to pretty fly's senses and return to your own one <clears throat> there's a bucket on your head guys i'm blind what they didn't it's all right. this hasn't happened Always before to new pilots no it's i've, done, totally I've done this before in other ships and i've never gone blind before it's just what the fly's like. It happens to everyone first time. Don't worry. No, there's got to be something wrong. Like, why hasn't this been training? Right. This is like, really freaking out, right, guys. This. this is mean. She's I getting do... actually scared. I take the bucket off it. <laughs> lesser restoration. You're cured. Oh, <laughs> you just you. say lesser restoration. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't cast it. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for looking out for me, guys. I really appreciate it. Oh, that was scary for a moment. It's okay. You can always rely on us. We're really good at stuff. I'll remember that. Thank you. Uh, now that uh, you've set the course, Pretty Fly will continue to fly its own way, it pretty much just in a straight line until such time as you take over control again. So essentially autopilot. Although it is operating on its own intelligence, so <laughs> it, it won't make any complex decisions. It will just keep flying. It's been trained to just fly forward until someone mind controls it. <laughs> <laughs> if it's already flying forward. So if we just left it, it'd just crash. Yeah. 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 Eventually. There are so many moral implications to this. It's just awful. <laughs> <laughs> Insects so. have souls. Just saying. <laughs> uh, so, you begin the process of flying out uh, along the way. Over the next uh, day or so, as uh, Pretty Fly flies uh, through, through day into night, back up the sun... Uh, rising over the distant fume, and indeed, uh, it's easy. There, there are sections of um, pretty flies, uh, uh, not well, not exactly hull so much as carapace, uh, which are grown in a special sort of transparent chitin to serve as portholes. Uh, you can peer out of them, especially around. Uh, not only do they let light in, so that you can illuminate the inside of your flying uh, uh, of your living airship, uh, but they also allow you to look out. They're fairly clear. Uh, the, the largest ones are around the deck where the gliders are kept and where if you were to fly out uh, on uh, missions that the pretty fly is too large to get involved in or if you need to fly out uh, because even the gliders are faster than the pretty fly itself which only has a flight speed of about 30 feet per round um, allows you to see what's going on without just having to go up to the pilot's, uh, uh, the pilot's nook and watch the illusory view screens. Uh, so you are able to look out and see the distant uh, floating islands of Charentel as you pass some of the outlying islands, the small towns that are built onto the edges. Many of them are using grown uh, chitin shells, occasionally uh, expending uh, resources on luxurious items such as wooden walls and, uh, and the like. Uh, the very richest, even using stone. Uh, which is of course a very very limited resource uh, and goes for uh, and often you've you've heard tales of uh, of uh, a, a, a ton of stones being given before as a dictator's ran well not a dictator's ransom but certainly a, like a captain's ransom uh, in the war with the dragons so 
Um, and of course, you can look down and you can see very, very faintly below the black carpet of the smog, ever churning, rolling black clouds that promise only death. As you make your way along, uh, I would say, because you are essentially, for the most part, not in, uh, not an I think, uh, how often, I'll actually ask, yeah, uh, Abyss, how often do you take, uh, you know, do you sit in the pilot's chair and, uh, you know, just, whether just for try, for trying different manoeuvres or just getting used to the to the ship in the over the next day and a half uh, versus just spending some time in your own body getting to know the rest of the crew? I'd say that I actually favour spending time with the ship and I try, I try and get to do some sick flips while I'm, while I'm at it. Okay, so uh, so I'm going to ask you for a piloting check. That is uh, wisdom plus proficiency. Ooh, for you, Which you may wish to note down if you haven't already. Ooh, uh, okay, so that was a nat 20. Oh, yes! The yes. wisdom nice. plus, plus proficiency would make that a 24, 5, 6, 27. Excellent. So what uh, you're saying is we're really hungover and you're turning us upside down multiple times. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would like to stand on the outside of the ship when this happens. Okay, so uh, add a uh, uh, note on your sheet, piloting plus 7 in the future. I'm only um, sick once. Um, for excellent. That <laughs> uh, yeah, as you as you notice that the the sky uh, the the parts of the sky and where the sun is begins to suddenly start rotating round in very strange ways. Uh, some of you head for cover. Some of you head for buckets. Uh, but Sephra, you crack open the uh, access hatch out, clamber onto the side of the ship. And just stand your uh, silken sh- uh, slippers rooting you solidly to the exterior of the pretty fly as you begin to experience these barrel rolls, these loop de loops, uh, bit by bit. Of course, being in the uh, pretty fly's body, you can actually see this happening from the outside because you can, s- because of your wide angle view, you can see your own body. So you see the hatch open and, Sef- and the tiny figure of Sephra clamber out and stand on your side <laughs> as you're doing this. But you do pull off some amazing aerial maneuvers. I am a very good pilot, mm. if I do say so myself. Mm. <laughs> nice. Uh, there's one point where you pass one of the outlying islands and just a small village that's passing by turns, uh, sort of steps out of their houses and stops and watches this little acrobatic display before you <laughs> fly on. You just hear some very distant... <laughs> Most of which are carried away by the wind. <laughs> I am very flattered right now. <laughs> so, uh, that said, because you're spending that much time in the ship, uh, give me a perception check, please, uh, Abbas. And that's with advantage, right? Yes, because of the ship's eyesight. Okay. Uh, perception is wisdom, right? Yep. Uh, that'll be plus four, so that's a 20 non-natural. Use your own perception modifier. Oh. But it just gives oh, you advantage. Oh, cool. So, non-natural 20. All right. Uh, you pick out the sight uh, of four winged forms making their way toward, uh, at first just sort of making their way across the skies, perhaps heading towards that same village you passed before, but they seem to spot you in turn and begin, and correct their course. You are, with that uh, dirty 20, you are able to spot their, uh, the, the form of them and work out what they are long before they approach. These are not 
two dragons, as you had uh, feared, as four dragons would be quite a match, uh, but rather younger, uh, the, the sort of lesser kin, uh, wyverns, with uh, four limbs rather than the classical six limbs, two wings, two legs, and a long barbed uh, poisonous tail. However, Wyverns have been known to try and uh, attack uh, skyships before, especially to, in the hopes of ripping them open and getting to their tasty mana fruit supplies uh, within. And it seems that these four have already sighted you and begun making their way closer. They are significantly faster than the Pretty Flyers, uh, although you are, I will say, you know, a good mile, like a good actually be well more than a mile by the time you originally spot them but yeah like i'll say by the time you kind of reckon it through they're a couple of miles distance and they will eventually catch up with you on but uh, it's up to you how you want to tangle with this uh, new set of potential dangers i would like to uh speak to the crew through my very strange ability where i can speak to the inside of myself yeah um <laughs> just say uh, dragons approaching combat positions now, and I just go straight to them. Okay. Do we have right. combat positions? Like, uh, that is up to you. Uh, can I like hang out of a window? Uh, yes. I would like to yes. get on the roof. Combat position. Yeah. Okay. She has several. <laughs> <laughs> um, apparently, several combat position-based pickup lines. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, with that in mind, uh, tell me about the preparations uh, you make. So, uh, I would like to cast mage armor. Okay. Um, <laughs> how uh, I do that is I, the bow that's under my hat, I make it into a double bow. And the ribbon just sort of gets longer and longer and longer and wraps around all of me, so I'm entirely wrapped in like red ribbons. It's... I'm imagining a magical girl transformation, but it just gets yep. stuck in that in that yeah in the ribbon section. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just it. just keeps doing more and more ribbons. Yeah, until like I'm a sort of ribbon mummy. <laughs> um, okay, so you uh, you got that open. You uh, winch open a window. Uh, so you are staying on. So you are currently on board the uh, pretty fly. Just make some notes. Uh, and so that puts uh, Susan here. Uh, okay. Uh, then, uh, obviously, uh, Abyss, you're going to remain as the pretty fly uh, for this fight. Uh, uh, even though I am the pretty fly, do I still have command over my beastie? You do still have commands over uh, 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 over Bruce. Uh, you can give him commands by shouting to him through the walls. Okay, great. Hmm. Uh, and he can actually manifest that voice outside the pretty fly, although after a certain distance, it gets kind of hard to hear over the winds. Uh, so if you want, so if he is outside and flying next to you, you can still command him over a, like a reasonable distance. Okay. So I'm gonna fly out of the window on my broomstick and like fly above the pretty fly. Mm -hmm. My broomstick okay. is also covered in ribbons, in case anyone was wondering. Of course it is. <laughs> of course. You saddle up onto your broomstick, crack open uh, the hatch, and begin flying over the. Uh, over the pretty fly. Yeah, not like high over. I just hover just like near it. Nearby. That's right. It's easy to match the pace of the uh, of the pretty fly. It's not that fast. Uh, My broom is actually faster. Yeah, broom is about twice 20. as fast. It's um, fifty feet versus thirty feet. Okay. So yeah, it's well, not it's quite twice, twice as fast, fast but. Yeah. Um, Sephra, uh, you said you were clambering onto the outside. Yeah, just okay. below Susan. Okay, so you are within ten feet if she's not too high. Within thirty feet, definitely. Yeah. 
Okay, so you are within 10 feet of Susan. And uh, Clarabelle, what would you like to do to prepare? Okay, uh, Clarabelle is going to head down to the, well, that, the hangar, functionally, and start yeah. uh, strapping on the wings. <laughs> okay, you it's like a sort of backpack. You strap on uh, the large chitinous central sort of area uh, which has been painted bright purple and gold and when you activate it four dragonfly like wings uh, spring out uh, out the back which have also been tinted purple uh, with gold uh, painted chitin uh, they're not true flight wings they're more they're more magically enhanced gliders they're about 10 wingspan uh, but they are enough that if you can get an updraft uh, which you will need to do, which you need to do dexterity checks to uh, will allow you to rise, but you can kind of keep your same altitude more or less indefinitely. All right. Like, well, not indefinitely. The the the, the wings run out of power after an hour, but they're good enough for getting to places and uh, missions and the like. Yeah. Okay, so you suit up uh, and are ready to uh, and are at the hatch uh, entrance, uh, ready to depart by the time that the wyverns get close. So, yeah, can you let me know like one round before we're about to hit combat? Okay, uh, yes, and because of the speed of the wyverns, with them dashing, they're gonna uh, well, they're dashing, and you're moving. You're just moving forwards at first, so the total sort of uh, speed of getting closer is. I'm just going to round it up to about 200, uh, well, it's 190 feet uh, per round of just getting closer. And your first ability that you can use uh, uh, as the ship activates at 500 feet in. So yes. one round, uh, but you know, see, having seen Adora do this before, you have some ideas of what's coming. So, for, so one round before we begin. Uh, you you can you can do what it is is you wish, and I will. Uh, how long before we're going to actually be involved personally? Though? Okay, uh, I will. Pro- I will give you the announcement when that happens because based on five hundred, yeah. So will, you'll be there's sort of two pre rounds where uh, where uh, essentially the pretty fly gets two free shots off, and then we'll cool. uh, and, and then we'll get into proper combat. Uh, so actually, as that happens. The wyverns flying in formation, spaced out uh, about 40 feet between them, uh, between each of them in a sort of diamond shape. Uh, 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 you can see they're heading towards you. They just come within range. Uh, would you like to... I would indeed like to use a tail blast on them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. You, uh, fly, as you mean, you've been flying forward at full speed, but you lessen your speed to just the, you know, your normal 30-foot... Uh, and then curl your tail up under you, picking uh, one of the wyverns. And uh, those of you who are on the outside of the ship can see the familiar form of the tail stinger beginning to glow with a brilliant sort of <coughs> pinkish purple light, uh, which builds up and up and up, and then uh, a blast of energy uh, lances forward. Roll an attack roll for the pretty fly. That is 20 non natural. Uh, that really is well. enough to hit uh, one of the wyverns. Uh, would you like? Uh, can, can you roll da- uh, radiant damage, please? I can. That is HD8, so bear with me. <laughs> you want some more oh. D8, darling? Yes, please. Two. Oh, yes. Oh, All of the D8s. I've done three. Okay, here's yep, five. Oh, <laughs> okay, so that is six, seven, eight, uh, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. 
uh, 32 damage. Fuck me. Nice. (laughs) Nicely done. Because you might do it again, so. Yeah, Yeah. okay, so that's... Got that? Okay, so... Uh, and you get another round, another shot on the next round before we actually have to roll initiative. Uh, so go for it again if you want. Yeah, definitely. I'm drunk with power, and then I get a ten. That's this time, however, the, oh. you aim for the same one, which, as the radiant beam blasts it, you see it tears away and crisps and burns fragments of its flesh. Uh, but it seems to stagger in the air. It almost drops, manages to regain itself. As the second blast goes by, this time, wise to what you're doing, it manages to uh, weave out of the way and the lance dissipates into the skies beyond it. Uh, with this third round, uh, 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 and at this round, however, we are at the point where they are about to come in. So if you want to do your one round before combat thing separate. Uh, I will cast Bless. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, on I can do three creatures within 30 feet, so I guess me, Susan, and the ship. You can do the ship. Yeah. I can bless the pretty fly. <laughs> you can bless the ship. Don't die. <laughs> Uh, the ship itself, the, okay. Yep, remind me of the effects of Bless. That's a 1d4 added to attacks and saves. Awesome. Amazing. Okay. It only lasts a minute and I am concentrating, so yep. it might not last. Okay, so with that in mind, can I ask for initiatives checks, please? Is this with the Pretty Flies? Uh, yeah. Yes, it's with the Pretty Flies dexterity, cool. so. Dirty 20. I have advantage yep. because As do I. for my glaive. That's a 19. 13. Okay, so it's 13 for Carabel, 16 for the ship, uh, 19 for, was that Sephiroth? Yeah. Yep. And a 24 Susan. Okay, Susan, uh, as the Wyverns in that last group get closer and closer, uh, I will say that they are now uh, within 80 feet of the centre of the ship, where, of, of, of the sort of area around the hatch like where, I am. where you are all uh, clustered together. Um, I have nothing that is 80 foot. I can move. Uh, you can also move. hold actions until they get closer if, if you need to. I kind of want to stay near Sephiroth because I know they have good stuff if I'm near them. Um... Although, where's Clarabelle in this situation? Uh, Clarabelle is, uh, unless... She'll be in the hangar. You're in the hangar waiting, although, and on your turn, you can open the hangar and glide out. Oh, yeah. Cannonball! (laughs) 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 I'm going to leave that for now. Um, I'm going to stay near Sephiroth, but hold a firebolt uh, for when one of them is within 60 feet. Okay, so you're holding... Preferably the one that's already been hit, because that makes sense. You're holding a firebolt for that one. Uh, Okay, so uh, that is your turn. Uh, staying within uh, w- uh, close to Sephiroth. Sephiroth, you're up next. How high up is Susan? Uh, Susan is ten feet above you, I believe. That, yeah, so you're I'm not within that far the, above you. Yeah, you're within the bonus range from your. <laughs> Can I try and climb on the front of her broom? Uh, give, and just stand it on. Does it does hold like a lot of weight. Give me an acrobatics <laughs> check. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super acrobatic in my armor. 
Uh, oh, no, I am. That's a dirty 20. Okay, nice. you, re- li- uh, you jump up, grab the front of the broom, and sort of do a reverse Susan. You clamber on underneath using your spider silk slippers, uh, well, spider's uh, grip slippers, to uh, to just sort of uh, lock yourself onto the underside of the broom. Oh, so we're like mirroring each other. Yeah. Uh, I say, you're in my personal space. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yes, but literally you na- a reverse Susan. <laughs> you are now on the broom. Uh, what else would you like to do? To do? Uh, okay, so they are... I'll call that your movement. 80 feet away. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll chuck a javelin, because that's all I've got for this sort of range. Okay. You unhook a small chitin tube uh, inlaid with very... Uh, with. Uh, with very precious silver uh, which uh, in a series of arcane glyphs and as you pull it back uh, the magic in it activates and a ghostly form of a javelin grows out of either side of it and as you hurl it forwards the uh, the sort of uh, lance of light spears out in the arc a javelin would go Uh, (laughs) give me an attack roll at disadvantage. At disadvantage, because this is... Yeah. Well, I get a plus d4. Hey! <laughs> That's a 12 plus... Oh, 16. You have been fi- fighting in the air for a long time, and you deliberately sort of make your arc go a little bit too high, and knowing that the wyverns will sort of uh, jink to try and get out of the way, you manage to catch... I'm going to assume you went for the injured one. Yeah. You actually manage... Uh, the Lance of Light manages to... Imp- Hail it through the wing uh, and burn it for a few seconds before uh, vanishing away. Roll damage. Hmm. Uh, just checking something because I could add damage to it, but I don't know if it's worth doing at this point because I don't know how many spells I'm going to need. Although these creatures are muscly and powerful, they have about the same maneuverability as the uh, as the pretty fly does. So can be a lot, but it depends on their personal skill. Just, I'll just do a normal one right now because I can't find the thing I'm looking for, so I'll maybe cool. do it later. Uh, so that's nine. Okay. Ooh. Nine points of damage. It burns and leaves a hole in its wing, uh, but it's, it the wing's pretty large and it's able to just about uh, and it's able to. I get two attacks. Oh, make another attack. <laughs> I hadn't spotted that. It's right there. I can attack <laughs> twice. <laughs> so the second one is. Even better. That's a seventeen. That definitely is. No, it's Roll the damage. same. I can't do maths. Uh, so same again. Oh, that's not as good. That's six damage. Okay. Again, lances through the wing, leaving a, a burnt hole. Uh, okay. So uh, that makes it the pretty fly. Ooh, excellent. Yeah. Well, I would. We're still at range distance. Yes. Right? I would like to use another tail blast. Okay. Yes. Now that I've used it, I can't stop. It is quite yeah. exciting. Yes. <laughs> it's, well it's, it's, it's fun Q-Q. having the ion cannon, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ooh, that's really good. That's, yes. Yeah, that's a 26 to hit. That definitely hits. <gasps> nice. 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 Excellent. Okay, so that is uh, 6, 12, 14, 15, 16, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35. Damage. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Impressive. Okay, there is a... This time you see as it uh, it actually blasts off one of its legs. Ooh.
it kind of cauterizes the burn as it goes, but you see the fragmented burning leg sail away down into the f- into the smog uh, far, far below. I mean, it'll hit the smog in about like 10 minutes of terminal velocity yet. Um, but yeah, that's the Wyvern is just about struggling to keep to life. Um, but it's really questioning its life decisions right now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, okay, Clarabel. Uh, also, you move thirty feet closer. Um, oh, we're so, in sixty foot range. Yes, you're yeah. now within. Uh, you're now within fifty feet of them. Yay. So which means you can launch your fireball. I'll launch my fireball and see what happens. Come on! Oh, I've got bless as well, haven't I? Yes. That's a natural twenty, and I don't need bless. Um, <laughs> nice. So that's yeah. exciting. So that okay. is two d ten. I'm fucking assuming that hits. Yep. <laughs> okay, so that's really good, actually. Uh, that is. 16 doubled because crit, so 32 with a fucking nice. fireball. How I imagine it happening is um, my entire tail sets on fire. It just goes, <laughs> and then I fling it with my tail. Excellent. As you fling it, the, the lance of fire, tail shaped at first and then just turning into a smooth beam, sails through the air, uh, and the, the wife, which is already beginning to debate its life choices, sort of raises its mouth <laughs> and <laughs> straight through the throat. <laughs> Out the back of the head. There's a brief moment. You can just see the small speck of the hole before it plummets and begins uh, the the long process of sailing down to whatever lies below the smog. <laughs> that weapon is solidly uh, out sorry. of the fight. Uh, Clarabelle, mm. uh, the uh, the enemies are all fifty feet away and moving closer, uh, which ah, they will well, do on their that, turn, which has not come yet. That does raise an interesting question then, because. Mm. Um, my uh, my movement speed on the ground would be fifty feet around, but would that still apply to the uh, the? Wings? You know what? Because of, because of, in the interest of fairness, like we because obviously in the last in the last episode, uh, your 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 glider got damaged and had to be rebuilt. Uh, I will say that you've you because of the because of the new sports glider that you have, um, you know the. Uh, <laughs> The the old uh, Nimbus seven thousand. Um, yeah. You have uh, just uh, you actually made enough modifications to get up to the equivalent of your running speed. <laughs> so yes, I'll say you can you can make it at fifty. Right. Okay. Uh, so she is going to um, just take a running jump out the uh, back of the ha- uh, hangar, sort of cannonball out. The uh, wings are going to unfurl, and she's going to swoop up and attempt to. Um, Behead the nearest uh, Wyvern. Okay, you kick open the, the hatch and hurl yourself into the uh, onrushing uh, winds. Your dragon, uh, your the dragonfly wings of your pack spreading out, and you're beginning to sail forwards. You go for the lowest of the uh, three remaining wyverns. Give me your attacks. As I go, I'm uh, going to rage. And, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, first attack. That is a 21 to hit. Uh, that hits. Roll damage. Right. My screw dies. That is... Oh, um, that's a 17 slashing damage. Fuck me. Yep. Ooh, hello. Yeah. I feel like we're going to pay for these good rolls later. Like, that's <laughs> your first attack. Okay, first attack. Second attack. Oh, actually, no, because uh, I'm raging, that would be um, 19. Okay. 
Yeah. Oh, and it was uh, uh, 21 again. <laughs> okay, so roll damage again. Off the table, that doesn't count. Okay, that one was an 18. It'll do, you know. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, you just look at you with your flying with your with your huge battle axe. You just carve two deep rents into the wyvern's flesh uh, as uh, brilliant, uh, uh, brilliant blood begins to flare up, spursing out and raining down uh, into the skies below. Uh, I look like the world's most bovine Valkyrie. Yeah, <laughs> you sort of sail past it and turn around for another uh, for for another pass uh, on your next time, uh, which makes it time for the wyverns. The two wyverns that are not currently uh, dead or engaged in an aerial battle with a minotaur uh, <laughs> are, going, are going to. Oh, that is just such a brilliant sentence. Is that uh, how they thought their morning was going to go? Yeah, they're no. going to sail yeah. closer. <laughs> Um, and they get uh, they get close up to the pretty fly. Uh, okay, so one of uh, so the two uh, of the two of them, uh, one of them is going to go for the uh, uh, for, for the creature that just shot fire out of its tail. Uh, uh, if tell me if it gets within ten feet of me. Oh, it will. Uh, and uh, then I will take an attack of opportunity on it. Ooh. Because I am master. You have your glaive. Yeah. So as the as that wyvern flies closer, readying its uh, vicious uh, its vicious stinger, uh, it uh, you present your glaive and thrust it forward. Make an attack. Um, that is plus a d4. Where's my glaive gone? That is a 19 to hit. That hits. Roll damage. Uh, it also stops moving, so it doesn't get any closer. Okay. Because Sentinel. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> so it won't get into melee with her. It can't get within five feet. In, in, it won't get into, yeah, with five feet of Susan. Because yeah. uh, I'm in the way. So that is 13, no, t yeah, 13. Ooh, nicely done. Uh, so you uh, you stand forward and it, you actually manage to impale it. it in part of the thick uh, pectoral muscles, so it doesn't go all the way into vital organs, but it halts the wyvern on the edge of your blade. <laughs> However, using its long stinger, which is ten feet, uh, it's okay. able to reach forward ten feet. It is going to uh, reach forward and try to sting uh, Susan, and I'm going to say try to bite you because you've just impaled it. So. Uh, uh, so, okay, does a 26 hit your armor yes! class? Oh uh, boy. Yes. Okay, it snaps forward, trying to uh, uh, trying to bite off your hands, and just manages to sink its jaws into your armored forearms. Uh, you take... Uh, it's not... However, your armor does protect you pretty well. You only take seven points of damage. Uh, piercing damage and the stinger is going for you. Uh, no, that is a 21 to hit you, Susan, uh, which does get, sadly go through your ribbon armor. <laughs> uh, so, can I ask you to roll a constitution save, please? You get plus three. Yes. And me? plus the d4. That's me, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. 
So plus three in general from you, and yeah. also plus a yeah. d4. Right. Plus a d4. Oh, I need to do a concentration check. Because uh, I took some damage, that is fine. So many pluses. Uh, 21. I know. It's like being in third edition. Yeah. I do not miss mod- all those modifiers. Okay, so you take seven points of piercing damage, uh, but you also take seven. Team. Uh, plus 8 becomes 25. Uh, 29 halved to 14 points of poison damage. Oh, that's a really as, good thing that that wasn't 29 because I have 29 hit points oh, left. Yeah. So, uh, the, that would have been exciting. Yeah. How many hit points is your max? Um, 36. Yeah. I'm a wizard. Wizards are not high hit points. No, the stinger manages to catch you in between the ribs and you feel a burning sensation as it injects venom uh, all the way and begins to spread through your uh, torso. Okay. (laughs) Uh, That's that wyvern. The other wyvern, uh, uh, the other wyvern that's not currently engaged with a minotaur is actually going to take advantage of this to tear open the hatch uh, into your exposed insides. Oh, Jesus. Uh, a pretty fly. Uh, because it's, it, it is, it, it, I mean, it's looking for mana fruit. Uh, so it tears open the hatch, comes in, and comes face to face with an enraged sky wolf. Yeah, it mm. does. Uh, I think you can use your reaction to command. Uh, uh, Bruce to make an attack if oh, I yeah. correctly. I believe so, yeah. So if you want to tell him to do that now oh, you, yeah. can, you can get an attack in. He's going to just give him his face a little bit of a nibble. Just a little bit. <laughs> uh, roll an attack for Bruce. Okay. That is an 18 to hit. That hits. Roll damage. Excellent. Has uh, Bruce had Wyvern steak before? <laughs> um... You know, I don't think so. I think this is a new delic- delicacy Ooh, for him. A new experience for Bruce. Bruce had <laughs> an exciting day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's five damage, but it also has to make a strike save. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, that was an actual 20, however. It manages to <clears throat> resist being that's pulled down. Uh, still there. Uh, the As Bruce sort of wor- catches its wing and starts worrying it, it pulls it free. It's going to, because of where it is, it's going to go for try and bite at Bruce and also slash at it with uh, it, it, at him with its four claws. No, Bruce. Um, so protective of Bruce. <laughs> uh, that is a twenty-five on the bite and uh, uh, and a fifteen with the claws. Uh, to hit. Yes, to hit. They both hit. Oh, both hit. Okay. Um, so... Oh no, I'm very worried. Bruce, yeah. uh, takes, uh, Bruce takes a total of 24 points of damage. Bruce, no! Uh, He's dead! And Bruce <gasps> is, uh, slashed a bit and he's... Is Bruce is actually legit dead? Against the wall, he is unconscious and bleeding. No! That is the he saddest thing, no! points! Oh... Ugh. Oh uh, my god! Bruce can They're be. They're gonna pay for this. Yeah, Bruce, Bruce can of course be brought up uh, using uh, using any sort of healing magic, but Bruce is currently got nothing. <laughs> unconscious. Uh, 
There, there are some healing potions. I forgot to mention it, but there are some healing potions in the medical bay next to the emergency rebreathers in case you end up in really high altitude situations, ah. uh, which also prevent you, which also protect you from toxic air and such. Uh, so the yeah, so okay. So Bruce is currently down, but that wyvern at least hasn't started attacking the ship from the inside, which is another possibility. Uh, the, meanwhile, the wyvern engaged with Clarabelle is going to try and sting and bite Clarabelle, because why not? Uh, it's just sort of gra- trying to grappling onto you and sort of clawing at you and also trying to sting you at the same time. Um, and it fumbles its, attempt- its attempts to claw and sting you so badly, I'm going to give it disadvantage on the stinging attempt, because that's a natural one on the clawing. Uh, that was, however, two 12s in a row, so 19 to hit you with the stinger. Clarabelle. Um, yeah, that hits. <laughs> okay. Uh, you take... So roll a constitution save, please. Okay. Uh, that will be, uh, 24. Okay. Uh, you take 10 half to 5 piercing damage. And then 3, uh, 11, 17... Uh, 20 half to 10 poison damage. Okay. Okay, top of the round. Seth, Ray. You are kind of 10 feet away from a wyvern currently struggling against the glaive that it's impaled on. Uh, which has just managed to uh, impale and envenom uh, Susan. Um, what's directly beneath us? Are we above... You are directly at the moment. You are directly above uh, the. Uh, you are directly above the pretty fly. Okay, right. Well, I'll attack that rather okay. than trying something fancy. Uh, so I'm just going to try swing the javelin and not the javelin, the glaive again and go. Okay. Ah! <laughs> stab. Make your attack roll. Um, and uh, oh, that's definitely going to hit. Might as well add the bless. So that's many 25 to hit. That hits. Roll damage uh, and, then... and I'm going to dump a. Spell slot of, sl- of smite into it. So that's an extra 2d8. Okay, your glaive um, blazes with brilliant holy light. <laughs> Which I find really annoying because it's really bright. <laughs> I still don't like I'm still hungover because I keep drinking every night. <laughs> uh, so that's 10 radiant and 10 piercing. Piercing, okay. smashing? Uh, Whatever, it's slashing damage. Slashing, but in any case, it's not resistant to either of them. So you carve a a glowing hole in the side of it uh, as it screeches from the pain. Uh, You get a second attack, don't you? Yes. Yes, I do. So I will sort of curve it round for a second attack, which is probably not going to hit. Let's see how much I can add to this. Um, So that was... That's a 13. (laughs) Uh, that just hits. Roll damage. Oh! Also, I'm aware that I mixed up my initiative order. Susan, you should have gone first. I'll bring yeah, you after this. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, well. I wrote fun. your names right next to each oh, other. Don't worry, you'll get these two S's. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how badly hurts this thing? Uh, it's. I mean, it's fairly injured, but it's not. It's not near death's door. Okay, I'll put another level of another smite in then. <laughs> okay. Because this thing does too much damage. So that is uh, six divine, and uh, so I can do math. Thirteen, eighteen. Okay, eighteen points of damage. damage. 
Alright, <laughs> again, it, uh, uh, you leave deep gouges in it. Now it's looking much more injured. I'm uh, gonna get really angry and just shout, oh, come on, and then turn the glaive and use the butt to make a bonus action strike. Oh, awesome! Just pull that mouth out, I love this. <laughs> that's pretty good again. Uh, that's over 20 to hit. Yeah. That's 26. Yeah. Um, less damage, because yeah. we've got a d4 on it. We're rolling um, scarily well. Yeah. Like it's making me nervous. Well. Yeah, I rolled a four just now, and it did still hit because of bless and stuff. Oh. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, that is eight damage. Okay. Because I have a great so, modifier. You sort of conquered in the head <laughs> as well. Uh, all right. Uh, actually, Susan. Okay. Um, <laughs> so. This wyvern is pretty nearby. Still, it's ten feet in front of you. It's in it's in range to attack you with its stinger. Um, I want to fly up to it on my broom, like yeah. right up to it. You can get closer without provoking an attack. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to kind of you know how cats sort of grab things with their claws. Yeah. I want to grab the side of its face or attempt to grab the side yeah. of its face. Bring it in, bite its neck, and cast Vampiric Touch. Ooh. This is... I don't know whether it will hit yes. or not. It is a roll, so that's Make an attempt. Roll. Um, you still plus, bless. Thank you. Plus my bless <laughs> is 22. Okay, you managed to sort of uh, weave... Cl- uh, you you uh, jump forward on the broom, grab the side of its head, and <laughs> sink your cat fangs I into it. And, um, it pressed your murder button. <laughs> I basically, I'm going to say that for vampiric touch, I literally suck its blood, mm. and um, mm-hmm. it takes. Oh, it's three d six. I'm getting my d sixes wrong. Sorry, wrong number of dice. It takes three d six necrotic, and I get half of that as hit points, <laughs> basically. Um, so that's eleven. So okay. it takes eleven damage, and I get five hit points, which isn't that many, but it's some. You feel hot, uh, sweet blood run down your throat, and just I lick feel it off energized. Back my paw. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think that's it, unless you've got a bonus action or anything. Nope. So, Wizard, what are bonus actions? Pretty fly. Uh, okay. I would like to, very enraged at what has just happened to my wolf, mm. I would like to use the multi attack and sting twice before barrel rolling away. Okay, you're going to try and sting at the one inside you? Uh, oh, right, it's actually gotten in. It's there. gotten inside the, the hangar, yeah. In that case, I am just going to kind of roll and try and shake it off. Okay. Ooh. Awesome. Give me a piloting check. Yeah. Oh, that was not good. That was is it bla- Does it? This is the bless. Bless word? affects you. Oh, bless. That's an extra d4, right? Yeah. 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 So that's now a twelve. <laughs> with the with how badly it fumbled its own check, there is a sort of you see the uh, those of you flying above, you see the pretty fly begin to sort of barrel roll. And there is, you, you see a couple of just like bits and pieces of, uh, uh, like, you see a couple of, of used bottles fly out of hangar, <laughs> followed by. Oh, that was half full! Uh, <laughs> followed by a confused and enraged wyvern flung <laughs> out of the open hangar, uh, and safely away from the unconscious and bleeding form of Bruce. I'm uh, glad ro- you managed to stay in. Sorry? I'm, an, I'm glad he managed to yes, stay Yes, he rolled just high enough to keep Bruce in without also hurling uh, Bruce out. Uh, roll a death saving throw for Bruce, then. Yes. <laughs> this is horrible. <laughs> oh, he's okay. 
Okay. Uh, he's okay. One morning, uh, you can, if no one else can get to the, uh, can get to Bruce in time, uh, you are still on board the ship. It is an action to leave uh, control of the, uh, to put Pretty Fly into, as it were, autopilot, uh, if you want to be able to run to the meta bay yourself. I may do that. Just, just for future reference. We will make it. Um, you, we don't know that Bruce has been attacked, do we? Uh, we're outside. You're like, outside, yeah, but, outside, but, but uh, Pretty Fly just did a barrel roll, so give me a perception check, everyone. Okay. I can't. I can't do anything anyway. In fairness. Uh, oh, that's a one. <laughs> I haven't that's, seen anything. Uh, Nine. Dirty twenty. Okay, Carabel. Uh, during the barrel roll, you saw uh, Bruce uh, slumped and unresponsive, being thrown against the wall. Oh, that vessel's my jimmies. Yeah. <laughs> what are your jimmies? <laughs> I want to well, let's don't need to know. <laughs> let's find out on this turn. Clarabelle, you are engaged in melee with the uh, with uh, the wyvern that you've been attacking thus far. Yeah, how close to being off does its neck look from its head? Uh, <laughs> it would take a few more swipes. These things are full of thick ropes of muscle. Yeah, okay. Um... No, I'm engaged. I ha- I'm going to have to uh, take this one yeah. out. Uh, I'm going to make another two attacks. First one. That is a... Oh, that's a dirty 20. Okay, hits. Roll damage. Okay. Fourteen slashing. Okay. You can make that gap in its neck just a little bit wider as it's trying to struggle and writhe around. Uh, right. Uh, next attack. Okay. Uh, that's an 18 to hit. Hits, roll damage. Right. Oh, that's uh, 11 slashing. Okay, it's still... <laughs> Whittling away at it uh, bit by <coughs> bit. You're not Whack. the. Uh, are you the style of barbarian that gets third that can do bonus attacks or not? I don't recall from your sheet. I don't think so. Cool. No. Uh, what is um, your path? It's from memory. I've, I've completely Berserker. forgotten. Even after the, all these uh, these years, uh, all these, uh, these <laughs> all episodes. All these many episodes. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, Berserker. You know, actually. Uh, Who's got? Uh, have you got the uh, player's handbook? Yeah, I was looking I at, think, at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I think you can. You, if that's the one, I think it is. I think you might actually get a third attack. Uh, well, like a bonus uh, attack if you choose to. That's bard, barbarian, barbarian, barbarian. I think it's if I go into a frenzy. Yeah, ah, it's only if you go into a frenzy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. If you're not, yeah, if you don't want a frenzy, which I haven't then, yet. Cool. Uh, in which case, you are fine. All right. Don't know why I decided to say that in that way. Uh, yes. Uh, okay, so that's the end of your turn. Assuming you're happy staying engaged with this weapon, uh, that brings yep. us to I, the I will actually, as a bonus action, just call out uh, and say, the wolf's not looking too good. Yeah, you're just able to hear that over the winds. Cool. I call back, fuck Thank the you. wolf. <gasps> <gasps> oh, no, come on. You have... I'm a fucking Ooh. cat. You're going to regret <laughs> that. Yeah. Uh, okay, the wife... I mean, that's sorry, I like the wolf more than I do the... Never mind. <laughs> uh, the Wyverns are going to make their attacks. So the one that's engaged with Clarabelle, uh, that's a 13 with its bite. 
think that misses. No. Nope. And uh, and a twenty-two with the stinger again. Oof. Yeah, I like that. Um, <laughs> so eight half to four piercing, and eight uh, roll constitution save. Natural twenty. Oh, fit. Okay, and twenty-seven half to thirteen poison. Okay. Those stingers are nasty. Okay. So seventeen total. Um, as it claws and struggles with you and manages to just again manage to get uh, a stinger in between your ribs uh okay the one that is currently engaged uh with with Sephiri and uh susan is gonna go look at the way at the damage that's been happening it's gonna go for a bite against susan because it's right next to its head uh, and stinger attack against Sephiri. okay uh, attack of opportunity is as soon as it attacks well, use my reaction yeah. to attack when it hits Susan. Okay, go attack for it. Susan. Cause Sentinel. Yeah. Um, a blessed Sentinel. So that is a twenty-two to hit. That hits. Roll damage. Uh, oh no! Wait, great weapon master. I can re-roll ones. Hey. <laughs> so that is twelve damage. Mm, twelve damage. Not enough to kill it outright. Uh, Damn it. Yeah. Uh, but not too shabby either. Uh, it does. It's nineteen to bite uh, you. Oh, so hit. Uh, yeah. So you take ten points of biting damage, mm -hmm. uh, and a crit for the stinger against Sephiri. Ow. <laughs> uh, so Sephiri, you fall out the sky. <laughs> uh, you take. This is where you find out if the spider climb slippers work when you're when you're unconscious. Uh, Sephiri, yeah. you take uh, 13 points of piercing damage and... Can't save. Can't save. Um, that is... Lots. Um, 21. Yeah, uh, that's fine. You take 28 half to 14 points of poison damage. Uh, and how much piercing was it? Uh, 10. 10, so 24 total. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> It stings in. Okay, the one that was thrown out of the uh, ship uh, is going to. Let's see, you are barrel rolling. It wants to try and get back in, but given that you stated your barrel rolling, give me another pilot check. Okay. It's going to try and overcome that and get into your hatch because it wants those tasty fruits. That was a nat 20. How many fucking nice. 20s have you rolled? I don't know. And that was a, that was yes. a nat 19, so well played. You, you keep out rolling lucky. and it wastes its action trying to <laughs> trying to scrabble yeah. after 20, the... Uh, 24, didn't I need to do a con save for concentration? Ooh. Oh. oh. It's not going to be good at 12. That's just enough. That's literally that was just exactly enough. enough. Yeah. Bless. Oh. You keep the bless up. Okay. Uh, the bless saves the bless. Susan. <laughs> okay. Um, so I am going to. Where is the one that is like? How far away is uh, the one that is on me and Seth Ray? Is it so like the one right that is on me and Seth Ray is literally right next to you because you got close enough to bite its neck. Okay, I'm going to do a second level witch bolt on it. Um, so yeah, my fur puffs up like you know when you touch a balloon. Yeah. <laughs> like when. Yeah, like, like a generation. Yeah, yeah, like it all puffs up, and then my tail flicks, and this charge of electricity just goes. <laughs> um, so I'll roll damage. I don't think I attack roll for that. Oh no, there is an attack roll. I'm wrong. Attack, Everything is an attack yeah. roll. 
because mm. wizard. Yeah, no, mag- magic missile is the no attack oh, one. Oh god, that's not very good. Um, Bless. I know, I'm looking for a d4 that I don't <laughs> feel angry at. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's... Okay, so that's a 15. That hits, roll damage. Yay! Um, so, d12s. Two of them. Well, let's say I rolled that one. That happened. Oh, it's rubbish. Uh, six, but it does stay up and okay. do more damage. So, yeah, for as long as it's in my range. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So you stay. Uh, so six points of damage too. You blast away a little bit of flesh. Not quite as effective as you were hoping, but it's now active and ready to be reused. Yeah. Uh, that. Uh, anything else you want to do? No. Okay, right. you're stuck, uh, it's swirling around this wyvern. Uh, Sef- Actually, how about Sephiroth looking? Like, terrible. I'm alright. Okay, cool. Sephiroth. Oh, how bad Susan looking? Uh, pretty fucking bad. I'm on 10. So, like, <laughs> iffy. Mm. You may be and how's the, how's the wyvern doing? Uh, bad. If only it was down that I could heal people, but it seems pointless while it's up. Mm, I get that. Um, so I will hit it with my glaive. Go I'm going to try it. and impale it. Or take its wings off. Let's try and take the wings off since I've got two attacks. Okay, go for it. <laughs> um, and I did manage to concentrate on Bless, so that is 18 to hit. Roll damage. Um, oh, wait, do I roll? Is it ones and twos I re-roll or just ones? Ones. I think it is. Might be ones and twos. Um, it's my fighting style. Where did I put it? On my features. Ones or twos. Ha ha. That's well good. <laughs> Great weapon master. Can I keep re-rolling it if I rolled a two again? Or is it just once? No, must use the new roll. Yep. <sighs> so that's seven. Okay. Roll your second attack. Uh, definitely going to hit. Lots of things. 28 to hit. Roll oh, damage. Fucking hell. Hello. Rerolling it because I rolled a one again, so that's 14. Okay, you slash one wing and sort of you feel a tendon cut. As it's struggling, gripping onto you with its uh, feet, you slice through the other and it actually manages, you actually manage to break it off at the joint with a kick, but making sure not to uh, get stuck to it with your spider fall, uh, sol- uh, slippers. Uh, you see, uh, you see it <laughs> break loose and. <laughs> as it begins to pinwheel down into the smog below. That uh, wyvern is history. Oh. Uh, and I will shout to Susan, get us to the hangar! Okay. Uh, pretty. Uh, uh, pretty fly, you are next. Okay, is, uh, is the guy trying to... I was going to say eat me out, but that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to get into your hangar. Yeah, like he's trying to get all up in there. He's, he's, he's right into your hangar and attack your wolf. Still trying to get up into, he's into a, your hangar. He's a fighting your beast, mate. That's what he's doing. Yeah, the, yeah. the hairy beast uh, you keep in your hangar. He wants he's, uh, he's trying to eat, eat my inner fruit. Nope. It's not going to He's after your magical fruit. <laughs> Is, is he still trying now? Uh, he's still trying, uh, it, but has has failed thus far. Okay, I would like to make two melee attacks on okay, him with my stinger. S- yeah, you bring your sting around and just... <laughs> okay, and that is a 24 to hit that on the hits. first one. Oh, yeah. Full damage. Okay, and that is 8... No, not 8. 48. 4D4. 48, sorry. 
That is eight, uh, nine, sixteen plus nine, so twenty-five. Punches through one of, one of its wings with the first strike. Ah! Second attack. Yep. And that is, uh, what is thirteen plus eight? Uh, uh, twenty-one. 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 Okay, yep. Well, this is well did. <laughs> The um, woven is very much worse for wear, with two giant stinger uh, holes in it. And then that is uh, 22. Oh, sorry, I actually wrote the roll 21 as the damage. It still has two giant holes in it now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it is seriously reconsidering its life choices and very much looking like it's about to give this up as a bad job. Uh, speaking of wyverns who really should have given this up as a bad job, Clarabelle. <laughs> right, okay. Um... Clarabelle is going to um, swoop around and try and uh, like just run her great axe along the entire underside of this thing. Go for it. Make your attacks. Okay. That is a 28 to hit. That hits. Roll damage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, for uh, 14 slashing. Okay, yep. Yeah. Roll down the road roll again. Okay. And uh, that is a uh, 15 to hit. That just hit? Well, I mean, not just. That does actually hit. You're right next to it, so roll damage again. Okay. Uh, for 11 slash okay. damage. Um, as you, with the last strike, you slide your battle axe all down its back and it just splits it open, giving it one sort of pounce off it. You use its momentum to launch back into a glide as it shrieks, plummeting down below. I'm imagining it just sort of opens up like a, uh, like a flower petal and disgorges all of its innards. <laughs> oh, Indeed. Grim. Um, yeah, you basically bloody all the wyvern. <coughs> Um, so, as, <laughs> uh, so as you uh, with that, the last wyvern takes. Well, it's already in flight. It tries to make flight, uh, and I guess because of the way reach works, pretty uh, fly, you can have a you can have an opportunity attack oh, against yes. it. Oh, definitely. <laughs> um, is it within range? Range. It's within range for your melee range. For me, for so melee. you can okay. you can do an, another stinger. I will. I will do that. Uh, so that is 18 to hit? Yep, that hits roll damage. Fantastic. Oof. Okay, so that is... Uh, really good. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Uh, 32 damage. Oh! How would you care to finish this creature? <laughs> In style. Uh, <laughs> Best answer. <laughs> yes. I would like to take my skinner my skinner, my stinger, and just kind of skewer it through the middle. It actually goes straight through the centre, out through the creature's ribs, and you just, and those of you who can see the outside, which is everyone, uh, catch a, just catch a satisfying moment of this thing twitching and flexing for a few moments before, remembering your promise to Bruce, you lift it up and deposit its carcass within your hatch. <laughs> And then, quite possibly, uh, uh, he will eat like a king. And then, yes, uh, quite possibly, uh, disengage and run for the med bay supplies. <laughs> yes. uh, as you all fly back in, this uh, these uh, wyverns thwarted. 
Uh, it is a, it, you are easily able to reach Bruce in time to administer necessary will, medical aid. I will heal. I'll lay on hands. Okay. Just Aww. give him ten hit points. Oh. Bruce, can you hear me? Can you hear me, Bruce? <laughs> <gasps> it's okay, baby. It's all right. Licks your the side of your face Aww, and some of the wiping blood. I brought you a present, Brucey. <laughs> oh, he likes it. I stand uh, in the corner with my tail flicking. <laughs> <laughs> as you looking out, uh, however, as the pretty fly, currently on autopilot, uh, continues its uh, its flight, you can see your destination is in sight. However, a dour, craggy-looking floating island, surrounded by dark, tumultuous clouds, that is the secret base of the uh, of the dragon pirate Tharanax Bronzewing. And as you touch down there, we will pick up after these no doubt important messages. Hello, it's Future Jason with a message from the present. We hope you are enjoying yourselves, but if you're looking for the regular episode 39, then if you are listening to it today, Monday the 1st of April, all you need to do is wait until 7pm tomorrow, and the regularly scheduled episode 39 will come out then. Of course, if you are listening to this in the future, well, you can just wait until this finishes, and the usual episode 39 should play straight afterwards. Until then, happy fooling. It's Sky Lords of Sharon Tell. If you like this, then a friend you should tell. Rate, subscribe, leave an iTunes review, because you've got me, and I've got you. And welcome back. So, as mentioned, you approach the storm-cloud-strewn island of the secret base of the dragon pirate Tharanax Bronzewing. Uh, as you're approaching, the uh, given the uh, exchange you've just had with what you realise might potentially have been the guard wyverns, uh, <laughs> you, you find yourself uh, selves, uh, considering the possibility of whether you want to circle around the island for a little bit and take some time to rest and replenish, eat some mana fruits, restore your, your spells before you head on in. Uh, essentially, do you want to take a long rest or a short rest or any sort of rest before you advance? I wouldn't want at least a short one, but I don't know how everybody else is feeling. Like a yeah, short, a short one rest would, great, would but... work. Rather a long rest. Do you want to do a long run? Circling for eight hours, surely someone's going to notice us. I'm feeling peachy. I'm good to go. <laughs> Rare and to go. Okay, oh. let's have a short rest. Cool. Okay. I'm going to roll some hit dice though. Like. You do munch down on a on a little bit of uh, of mana fruit. Um, bear in mind, you still have that token should you wish to inspire, activate it at any point. Oh yes. Uh, so, not saying you should now, but when, at a time when you feel it would be interesting. I'm going to find the worst possible moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tell me. Uh, so, the uh, so you spend an hour, you chow down a little bit of mana fruit to I'm regenerate some of your power. I'm going to use my arcane recovery to mm -hmm. get some spells back. I will roll back. a hit die. Roll, roll any hit dice you wish to restore yourselves. I will say for the sake of argument that um, while resting, Bruce also recovers to full. Yay! Uh, by spending okay, some hit cool. dice. Great. I don't need to roll. Don't need to roll hit dice for Bruce. <laughs> yeah. 
because it would be sad if the pet died. <laughs> oh, I don't think a best would get over it. That'd be just be you crying for the rest of the game. Really, exactly, right? yeah. just sobbing yeah. behind everyone. We don't, we don't want this. We don't want Bruce to go the way that um, your sky monkey Jeffrey went in episode thirty-four. Mm. Oh no! Still recovering. Jeffrey, we forgot Jeffrey. Jeffrey. We forgot yeah. about him too many times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, man gets left behind. Yeah. And then, and then we left the monkey behind. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. You, uh, having circled around for an hour, you find a suit. Uh, you find the one part of the island which is not strewn uh, with rocks and raggy and uh, and craggy, I should say, and just wide enough for the pretty fly to make its landing. Use it uh, to, while in possession. To, uh, while sitting in your pilot's chair, you carefully orchestrate uh, begin the process of orchestrating a landing. But it isn't uneven sort of environment. So I'd like you to make a piloting check, please. Yep. Sure thing. That is a 24. Okay, you expertly make your landing uh, uh, perching the pretty fly's flies legs on the uneven ground and uh, making a smooth arrival. The hatch opens. And the five of you, including Bruce, are free to step out into the swirling dark clouds uh, that uh, cover the surface of the island like fog. There is... it's a little curious looking around. There's no immediate sign of habitation, but the centre of the island is very much uh, it is very much cut, uh, dominated by a rising sort of... Um, like a hill, almost a mountain, although it's not quite mountain-sized, but uh, there's there's something... It does seem as if the clouds almost uh, of this storm, which is, of course, thick and wet with moisture, and occasional crackles of lightning. Not, not uh, thick bolts that fry you, but every now and again you see small sparks coming off your uh, armour, Catherine. Uh, um, and you, uh, it does seem, these storm clouds do seem to be swirling around this central peak in some way. Hmm. Here and there, thin, scraggly plants seem to eke out a living amongst the rocks. But this place is strangely barren and desolate for such valuable land. What do you do? Is there supposed to be more here? Looks a bit Honestly, dead. I can't quite recall our brief. I uh, was super hungover, if I'm honest. <laughs> what, what my head doing? and my tattoo were hurting. I And if I'm being really honest, I am still super hungover. How? So. <laughs> because I keep drinking. Well, <laughs> Stop! <laughs> if this is supposed to be where the, uh, the, the secret base is, maybe it's, well... Hidden somewhere, like just not obvious. I mean, that seems to be the uh, the prerequisite for a secret base now, doesn't it? Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. I lean over to um to Susan. What is she saying? Can you not hear her? Yeah, but she's not speaking common. No, she really is. <laughs> no, I, I I speak common. I mean, there's an accent, and that's but... not common. 
I just start giggling. Do, do I do I hear them say this? <laughs> so I can roll a perception check because I guess they are kind of leaning in, having this as a hushed conversation. Okay, a perception check. Uh, oh no, that's gonna be uh, uh, a nine. No, you are too focused on the swirling cloud mist around you. Right. Point of interest, did I ever find a tattoo of Clarabelle written anywhere? <laughs> you haven't you haven't yet. That's worrying. That is worrying. <laughs> right, two days later, that's worrying. <laughs> well, I vote we go up to this peak because there's nothing else here. And all yeah. the clouds are swirling into it, and that just suggests that you know there might be something interesting up there. Might as well. Okay. Yeah. Maybe Drabanak has some knickknacks and he'll give my dog a bone. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, A star guesting, Amy. You begin trekking your way up towards the, uh, the peak. Oh, can I have. Um... Sorry, I wasn't quite prepared for that. Oh, right. yeah, that was great. <laughs> Keeping an eye out as you go, then, can I ask for, let's call this investigation checks from everyone. Okay. <laughs> I'm actually good at that. <laughs> I'm not. 23. 10. Oh, 15. 15. Okay. Hey. <laughs> uh, so, the those of you who got 15, every now and again, you're kind of looking around, it's curious, there's... Something about, uh, like, uh, there's moments where looking it through, you take a moment to see that there's strange ways in which the rocks and scattered gravel are deformed in places. And it takes you a few moments to realize that they're actually huge footprints, not clearly marked in mud, but places where large feet have landed and, scra and scraped through loose gravel. And you find yourselves uh, having happened upon this track, you start following it until you reach a point where it starts to, uh, where it seems to stop. Now, the two that you also, I will say, uh, Kefre and um, Seth, Sorry, Seth. and uh, uh, Abbas, you. There's a moment when you swear you see some sort of little strange shapes in the mist for a few moments uh like little little vaguely humanoid looking figures but they almost seem to fade away the, a moment later uh susan however you are keeping a more of a careful eye and uh, while they're sort of being distracted by mists shapes in the mist you see uh you suddenly realize wait a minute covering up uh, covered up by some of the gravel and loose rocks and so on, there is a large, suspiciously circular, huge stone rock uh, in the side of this hill, where the tracks come to their end. Guys, that rock looks weird. Hmm. Rocks do look weird. No, it's a big one. <laughs> I don't think it's a rock. Mm. No, it's I not the footprints. The like, stop mysteriously near it, and none of you looking. Oh, no, some, there's something saw, in the mist. I thought you Definitely meant like. Something. Where are they? It's nothing in the mist. Rock. It's mist. Look at the rock. Oh, no, no, hold on. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna contact the ancient one. 
and I'm going to cast Divine Sense. Is there anything good or evil within 60 feet? Because I'm paranoid about this mist. Okay. So it's things affected by Hallow, Celestial Fiends and Undead. 60 feet, not behind total cover. Mm, <laughs> no. None of those come up as you do your search. Okay, um, I'm getting something from the Ancient One. There's nothing good or evil, but it says, Susan, you're a prude. All right, let's look at this rock. That was that was something called why? Why it's what are you the gods like are saying? This, you know, it's what the gods are saying. <laughs> Abyss. On the off chance that these footprints are left by monstrosities, I have advantage on uh, on survival checks and tracking of these things. <laughs> give me, give me a survival check. Okay. And I have advantage on that. Maybe do I? Maybe roll twice and tell me each one. Okay. Uh, so the first one is a 12. Okay. Okay, and the second one... Ooh, uh, that's a 23. Okay, so you know that the... Tr- you get the feeling the tracks here aren't made by, strictly speaking, monstrosities. Looking at the size of them, the shape of them, however, you have seen these before. These are dragon tracks. Oh. Uh, guys? I-, I think I know what's been making these tracks. Uh... Perhaps, mist creatures. Unsurprisingly. Fucking mist creatures. No, dragons. <laughs> Dra- dragons. I was going to say that as my other option. Uh-huh. Well, that's not a rock or a rock. You know, Sephiroth, I don't know why you're calling me a prude because you were the one that got weird about tentacles, okay? Not me. I didn't care. <laughs> Wait, what? They're my tentacles. I'm not weird about them. I'm not wave them at you. You got <laughs> weird. I <laughs> Roll and see if I, get, if I do get weird about them. <laughs> No, I I remain stock still despite you waving your tentacles at, at me and maintain eye contact. <laughs> Fine, we'll move this here? rock. I'm going to try and move the rock. Okay. Don't move the rock. You're going to try and move this rock. Give me As they go up to check. it, I'm like, get away from that. It's not a rock. <laughs> I'm going to try and move the rock. Give me an athletics check. Never listen to me. Well, it's I can a see it's not a rock. It doesn't have the feathers. <laughs> Slowly, bit by bit, you begin to shift this rock to one side. Carabelle, little help. Right, okay. I'm not helping. Uh, I uh, assist them. Okay, with Carabelle's assistance, you're able to push it over to one side, revealing a large tunnel uh, cut into the hellside itself, leading deeper in. It seems to be uh, roughly hewn at first, but it swiftly gives way to a carefully hewn out stone corridor leading deeper inside. It's, uh, it is dark within, uh, as uh, save for the light that makes its way through the misty storm clouds, uh, but very soon uh, beyond there it just becomes a dark corridor leading deeper into the centre of this island mountain. What do you do? Do you head in? Heck yeah. Okay. I think so. You and Bruce stride confidently forwards. Yeah. I'm going to walk up the side of the wall and go walk along the ceiling. Show off. Clarabelle will follow after. Um. I get on my broom and hover down the hallway. Okay, so Clarabelle, Clarabelle, you're walking behind uh, Bruce and... uh, uh, Alice, uh, sorry, Abyss, uh, Bruce and Abyss. Uh, Abyss, you, are you on Bruce or are you on? Oh yeah, I'm yeah, on you're Bruce. You're on Bruce. So Bruce is walking off, is walking down. Uh, Abyss on Bruce, Clarabelle behind. Uh, I sit Susan, on my broom with my flying. back to Seth Ray with my arms folded. Yeah. 
<laughs> and uh, you can see. So, uh, uh, so as you make your way down, uh, there is uh, you get about thirty or so feet down the corridor. Do any of you not have dark vision? I have dark vision. Anyone? Not? I I'm not sure. Actually, let me have a look. I feel like I do, but I have written it somewhere. <laughs> I think all Pinky's of you have dark traits. vision. Yeah, 60 feet. That's seriously yes. convenient if we all do. Okay. Yes. That's amazing. Even without natural light, you're all able, thanks to the strange senses of dark vision, get a rough sense of where the corridors, walls and floor are. You can't make out fine detail, but you know where objects are uh, and the surfaces around you. You, uh, you you cannot read uh, writing, however, and things like that with not with that with dark vision. You need actual light to do that. But you make your way forwards, and about sixty feet in, uh, Abyss and Clarabel, you hear a sort of clicking sound as uh, Bruce steps a foot forward. <laughs> we don't have a rogue. <laughs> Nothing uh, yet, uh, but Bruce hasn't moved his foot. I was going to say, if uh, if there's something potentially uh, dangerous, I have danger sense. Oh, yes, you do. Um, which is relevant. Can I uh, have the player's handbook? can have the player's handbook. Thank you. Uh, so, because I will pay attention to... Because I forget exactly how that particular barbarian ability works. Uh, you gain know. the uncanny sense of where things are. Okay. Um, I give you advantage on deck saves against the effects you can yeah. see. Uh, which for your dark vision this will account for um so yeah okay had you stepped on it uh it would give you a great position well right now nothing else has happened but bruce still has his foot just in the same place it was i um, i hold out my hand and i um uh, place it on uh bruce's hindquarters and i say wait my daily what? sense is tingling why have we stopped <laughs> can i look down and just see you uh, What's going on down there? Give me an investigation check, given yeah. the fact that you have no light. True. Mm. Investigation, that is a 16. Touching gently around with your fingers, you realise, ah, there is a, there is actually, the floor here is mostly rough and smooth. Not rough and smooth, well, he, smooth hewn rock. But this bit is actually a panel which has gone down. Ah, <laughs> right. It, uh, mm, we may have triggered a trap. Guys, maybe. Uh, All right, don't can move. we see what's uh, going to happen? Is there a, uh, the holes in the walls or anything that's going to... Roll an investigation check unless, you, um, again, you guys don't have any does light. Does look like it would need a lot of weight to set to, like... Roll an investigation it check. You guys at. don't have any yeah. light. Yeah. Um, oh, do um, I have any way of creating light? I can light? have, a, like, a small flame with my druid cloud. Okay. <laughs> There we go. As he, with the small flame, it illum provides illumination mm -hmm. to the area around. This so that's a nineteen. Okay, so that makes it a difference as well for your investigation. Mm -hmm. um, you look at looking around. You can see, uh, yes, there are a 
honeycomb of tiny holes in this in the uh, ceiling of this corridor directly above where you're uh, where uh, well where Bruce and um, uh, and Abyss are standing okay. well Clarabelle is also standing and where you are respectively flying uh, and in fact you are actually standing on some of those uh, holes uh, Seferin um, step so off I've, the holes. I've got an idea. I can do the magic hand thing. I could hold down the trap, and we could all step back and let it go off. It does look like yeah. it would take a reasonable amount of weight. Ah, uh, so not like mage hand level, really. Uh, you no, know, mage hand can only do five pounds of weight. I couldn't remember how much weight it could do. I'll yeah, be honest. Yeah, yeah no, fair it, enough. You get the feeling that you'd need to put something a little bit, uh, something heavier, at least like at least as heavy as a sack of flour or something. Anyone oh, have anything yeah. heavy? Uh, now we um, know where it is. Can we like get out of the way of the the holes and then just let it off? Not really. Not without uh, like murdering the wolf. And you're not doing that. Uh, no. Uh, I mean, the rest of us could get out of the way, but the wolf would probably die. Hmm. Um, Anything heavy. I mean, I've got a whole bunch of baggage, but that's metaphorical, so that's not going to help you. (laughs) (laughs) So fucking brooding. (laughs) Um, I have got a shield I don't fucking use. Hey. How heavy is that? Uh, Six pounds to start. I'll say that combined with the mage hand, you might. Like, if I pick the shield up with the mage hand and, like, press it down. Yeah. Like if you put, well, I mean, you can't actually pick the shield up with the mage oh, hand yeah, it's, it's too, too heavy. heavy. But what you can do is you can put the shield on and then press down with the mage hand for a total weight of 11 pounds. Yeah. Well, total force. All right, everyone else get out the way before the wolf steps off, just in case. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do so. Bruce is going to be stay, okay. I'm going to stay within 10 feet of Bruce. Okay. <laughs> I kind of go... Like at the far end of my mage hand, but put it straight over where the thing is so that I can press down immediately when the shield's on, if that makes sense. Okay. Mm. Susan, roll a d20 for me. <laughs> oh dear. Why? <laughs> I don't want to. It's a two. <laughs> okay, oh. you think you've got this. <laughs> my mage hand is definitely a cat's paw, by the way, just yeah. throwing that out there. Oh, God. <laughs> this sort of ghostly cat's paw <laughs> yeah. lands on the, on, the, on the top of the shield, pushing it down. When you give the signal, Bruce quickly pulls his paw away and backs off. Uh, so it's only Bruce next to it at the time. Actually, no, it's Bruce and Sephiroth because Sephiroth is there. Both of you, please give me. Yep, yeah. Both of you, please give me a dexterity saving throw. As oh, Bruce gets plus three to it. <laughs> oh, great! Thank okay. you. <laughs> wow. It's not bad actually. Fourteen. Uh, bear with me, sorry. That's 20 non-natural. Okay, so with that in mind, Bruce manages to save. Right. <laughs> uh, yes. Jeffrey is less fortunate. Uh, as uh, immediately streams and streams of some sort of clear liquid uh, begin pouring out of the holes, uh, flooding the floor. Uh, and catching uh, mostly Sephiroth, but a little bit of Bruce uh, as Bruce uh, quickly pads out of the way uh, for... Okay. 24 points of acid damage to uh, Sephiroth. 
and 12 oh. points of damage to Bruce. Ooh. Ow. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Oh, no. You'll be all right. I'm actually immediately going to cure wounds on Bruce. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I'm burning it, I'm burning yeah. it. <laughs> Go for it. I'm going to give myself just a little bit from the lay on hands. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Uh, so you heal yourselves up the acid uh, now has formed a small shallow pool uh, around where the, uh, the the little bit of recessed floor is mm. um. however literally all of you have some means of flight uh, so assuming Clara uh, assuming that uh, this is not a non-issue yeah tonight. you can um, you can basically jump it. This is a tunnel large enough for a dragon to fit through. Yeah, you're all easily able to fly or climb or just ride Bruce <laughs> over the shallow pool, <laughs> land on the far side, and continue going forwards. Yeah. With your small amount of light, you are able to see a little bit more than the dark vision would permit, uh, and you see that the tunnel rises up until it reaches uh, what appears to be a heavy stone door. You can see it's of the type where if you push on one side, it will rotate in the middle uh, to allow you to go through. Okay. Uh, can I push on it with my mage hand? Yes. Uh, you give it a push. Uh, give me an arcana check as you're kind of like slightly overloading the mage hand. Um, 15. Okay, you just managed to push in exactly the right place to take advantage of the leverage. Even though the mage hand doesn't push much, the stone is quite well oiled, so it slides open. You can see there appears to be a sort of dead drop, um, just a vertical chasm that goes straight down about 60 feet, and then you can see the corridor continues below. Again, all of you have some means of flight, so if you're willing, so you take a couple of moments to climb or float or you know glide, glide down, down or walk. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, poor um, Bruce has to make two trips, one to carry Clarabel because <laughs> the glider Aww. won't quite fit down here. Like you, you have it on your backpack in its undeployed state. Uh, Clarabel, glide down. I can glide. Yeah. Is it actually um, uh, even? plausible that I could jump this just by running up. It's a big old oh, drop down. in it. First of all, that's weird. Sorry, deja vu. I think but, like, I we're imagined not going... this in a dream before. Strangest thing. Uh, mm. You can certainly try. We're not going across it, though. We're going no, you're going it, straight down 60 feet. Okay, yeah. That's fine. So, that's fine. Probably yeah. not. <laughs> so I'm imagining you sort of okay, bouncing yeah. off the walls. What, like, come through? Yeah, no, yeah. that wouldn't work. <laughs> yeah, you're not a monk. Um, so <laughs> you take you take a Bruce lift down uh, and find yourself at the base uh, with the light uh, illuminating it you can see around there is a uh, there is a repeating series of symbols around the entrance of the tunnel up ahead which slopes directly in a sort of 45 degree angle going upwards uh, you, it's kind of hard to tell how far it's beyond this. It's beyond your dark vision range, uh, towards some other way. It's just a straight tunnel going up. Can I fly a bit closer to the the runes and have yes, a look? Yes, you can. Give me an Arcana check. Okay. 
that is 11. 11. Okay, so these, um, these seem to, you can tell that these seem to activate when something passes through it. That's all you can tell. Great. Okay. I'd like to do a general check for traps. Do an investigation check. Um, that is a 13. Okay. Looking around, um, you do see, actually, there is a matching but subtly different series of runes on the wall immediately behind you at the bottom of the 60-foot drop. Um, which is uh, just a series of... They're, they're, they're similar, but they have a different incantation on them. They're, these ones have actually been uh, smeared over to be concealed, and you can see several heavy dents in the stone wall uh, behind it, and that's... Uh, but that's it, as far I as you can tell. would like to cast Unseen Servant. Okay. Which, by the way, is a kitten, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna and, um, walk back up, up yeah. the wall, out okay. of the way, and just say everyone, the bludgeoning that's and just say happen. like everyone get back, and um, like get the little kitten yep. to walk near all the runes. Okay, little kitten walk through the runes. I'm going back up to the tunnel. There is a sort of <laughs> flashing, and the stone door above <laughs> slams shut. Ah, shit. Uh, <laughs> and you can hear a distant sort of. sound a rumbling that's growing louder and louder coming from up ahead up the ramp oh god fucking indiana jones in here as well. <laughs> <And> <laughs> very quickly you can see coming down this coming down this ramp is an enormous stone boulder <laughs> Peeling its way down towards where all of you are standing at the. All of you except Severe are standing at the base of this ramp. Okay, that maybe wasn't my best idea. <laughs> cool. Uh, <laughs> um, and, uh, I have an idea to do, but I don't know what you want to do. Yeah, under the circumstances, this thing is about to. is a, is, is, is coming with speed, so everyone roll initiative. Fair. <laughs> And as this happens, I would also like to trade in my little chip. As this happens. Yeah. That is a very good timing moment. For yeah, that is the worst. This, will take, this will take effect at 13 for initiative count 20. Okay. 16. Got 17. Okay, Abyss. 16 was, uh, it was uh, Susan, wasn't it? Thir- uh, 13's me, sorry. Oh, so 16 was Sephiroth. Susan was 13. And what was uh, yours, Clarabot? 18. And 18 for Clara. Okay, so um, so some things start happening. Uh, the first thing that happens is, just as this is coming forward, uh, you get a bit of a stomachache, uh, Abyss, and you suddenly <laughs> start burping up small blue clouds. Oh, no. oh God. Roll 1d100. Okay. Oh, oh. oh. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I got 53. 53! Ironically, for the next... Uh, oh, would you mind rolling uh, 5d6 for me? Oh, okay. Oh, right. Do you want some more d6s? Yes, please. Three. 
<laughs> okay, so that is 17. Ironically, for the next 17 days, you can't actually become intoxicated by alcohol. Oh! <laughs> As you feel a strange well, expression magic. in your, in your, oh, in your well, liver. That, was, that could have gone a number of ways, but that's the one worse. that happened. I feel like I got off pretty lightly. Yeah, you yeah. really did. Yeah. <coughs> there wasn't a fireball or a confusion spell. <coughs> well, confusion is one of the worst ones. You cast confusion on like the nearest few creatures near you, so you're all just like, Wah, for like ages. Okay, yeah. the boulder is rolling towards you. Uh, it, so all of you get eight. So uh, let's say then it is Clarabelle first. The boulder is about, well, I mean, it's currently about 60 feet away, but it's going to get closer very, very quickly. How big is this boulder? It is just wide enough to roll down uh, the whole of the uh, of this uh, chamber. So it's about ten feet in diameter. Okay. Um, I am going to attempt to just um, stop it and hold it. <laughs> okay. I count as one size larger okay. than I uh, am for determining my carrying yep. capacity and weight that I can push, drag, or lift. Alright. Give me a... Uh, as you push it, you're going to charge forward and kind of put yourself at its path. Yeah, strength uh, saving throw? Give me a strength saving throw. Okay. <sighs> Even with my modifier, that's a nine. Okay, as it sails forward, you rush forward 30 God feet. You get it. ready to, to brace yourself. <laughs> it barrels uh, into you. Uh, you take... Uh, could have burnt a rage on that, but no. <laughs> uh, you take uh, only 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, and you are not thrown <laughs> as it smashes you to the ground, brawls over you. <laughs> Um, and then continues rolling down towards everyone else. Uh, uh, however, that's that makes a difference. Uh, okay, so that then it is uh, Abbas's go. Okay, I would like to cast gust of wind and attempt to kind of slow it down. Okay, give me give me an arcana check. Okay. 16. 16. Okay. <laughs> as you, uh, as you uh, uh, gesture, this huge gust of wind comes out of nowhere and begins to push against the boulder, slowing down its impact, but not quite enough to stop it on its own. I'll make a note of that. It continues to roll closer. Uh, Sephira, you are currently uh, close towards the top of the shaft. Uh, rather than actually on the, uh, rather than in the the, the uh, at the bottom of the ramp, but you can do things if you wish. Uh, now I've got a thing that says against creatures. Could I do it against this? Yes, I will say. Cool. Uh, I want to glide down to within ten feet of it, Easy but not in its path. Okay, so you're going to glide down and try and catch it as it rolls just underneath you, assuming everyone is. Yeah. <laughs> has backed away towards the end of the uh that would seem thing. sensible yep. wouldn't it <laughs> okay and uh. i will channel divinity i just grab the holy symbol on my armor and spectral tentacles come out of the ground <laughs> and wrap around the boulder 
Okay. It does get a strength or dex saving throw. Uh, under the but it's to restrain it. Uh, okay, so it's something like this. It doesn't exactly have strength or dex, but I will, I'll improvise that. Uh, <laughs> so let's call it... Assume it's the equivalent of a creature with that much strength. That would be a 15. That's the save. Okay. I'm not that charismatic. Roll. It tears open uh, away some of the uh, uh, ghostly tentacles. It's still slowed a bit by what Abbas has done, but it's not quite ready to stop. And the tentacles aren't quite able to catch it. Uh, uh, I want to put, if I can, put myself within ten feet of the people who are going to get crushed. Okay, you ready? I yourself? already have been. <laughs> you ready yourself? <laughs> yeah, now, you're good. Uh, Abbas and Susan, uh, and Susan. Um, I would like to cast reduce on the boulder nice. to make it half the size. Oh, nice! It can't cool. save. It is a boulder, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it immediately becomes a much smaller uh, boulder. <laughs> Uh, which is one quarter of its mass. I think mass is reduced. I think mass goes down when I you I just reduce. like hiss at it. I guess it just gets smaller. <laughs> let, let me just check whether mass is reduced when you when you cast reduce. Because uh, otherwise it's going to... I think um, gonna... the weight goes down to one eighth of it. Yeah, I just, I'm just going to check because uh, that will make a it's difference. It's half the size and one eighth of the weight. Okay. I mean, you can check. If you I, I will just double yeah. check. Um, check the wording. Just but... to be safe. Oh. Are still stuck in S's. Uh, I, that makes sense based on it's, the, um, the spell is actually enlarge slash reduce. So uh, I think I'm it's, I think it's been enlarged the... first. Sorry, I should yeah, have said right. that. Uh, no, 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 it's fine. Uh, so but I'm doing it as a reduce, if yeah. that makes sense. Uh, reduce, yeah, its weight is reduced to one eighth of normal. Okay, well, that makes it a lot easier to avoid. Yeah. Uh, and less damage, one would imagine. It does a lot less damage. Uh, I will say that. Uh, it is still rolling towards you, but is now much easier to stop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is going to try and bowling ball, uh, basically sort of bowling balls through you. I'd like to kind of fly up so that if it comes, if it's smaller, I'll be able to go over it. Okay, you can easily do that with your movements. You fly yeah. out of its path. Uh, uh, Abbas and uh, uh, Bruce, however, you're still on the ground, so... I know exactly what I want to do. Okay. Uh, you still, however, on its turn... Initiative count ten. Roll uh, some. Uh, roll some strength saves as it tries to <laughs> barrel through. I mean, actually, strength or dex, your choice, because it's now small enough. Oh great! With plus three to both to whichever. Thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you that. Unfortunately, no. With the, uh, even with it reduced, that's still enough that it <laughs> catches you, uh, but it only does a fraction of the damage otherwise would. So you take six points of damage, and for Bruce? Oh god, yeah, Bruce! Oh no! <laughs> Plus three still! <laughs> okay, so 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21! Okay, Bruce, Bruce uh, takes <laughs> so no nervous about Bruce. Bruce takes one damage, half to <laughs> nothing. So he's fine. Great. Bruce is fine. Uh, <laughs> Bruce sort of just hops out of the way of it. Uh, the. Uh, this, uh, the uh, rolling ball passes behind you into the wall behind. <laughs> vanishes uh, as the runes flare into light and above you you see a new set of lights flare as the ball now drops from the top of that 60 foot vertical drop uh, down so now can uh, Sefre and Susan give me some (laughs) uh, some dex or strength saves your choice plus three three. thank you Uh, 15 
11. Not uh, great. 15 is enough to avoid the newer one, uh, but not the older one. Uh, so you take... Uh, uh, so, so you take three points of damage, uh, Sephre. Is this from a spell? Does uh, this count as spells? Nope. This is a physical no. object that is employing Newton against you. Uh, cool. You take nine points just of checking. damage from being uh, from the what is essentially a minute. This now bowling ball just smacking you in the gut, oh, and then falling past you Ow. as it hits the ground. The ground flashes and it vanishes. And in the very far distance, at the end of the of this uh, of this shoot, you can now hear as a much smaller boulder begins to roll down again. Uh, top of the round, <laughs> the uh, the boulder is now rolling back into sight. Uh, but it's the little one, yeah. Yep, yeah, but it's now a tiny one. Uh, so. Uh, oh, I took damage. I need to roll a concentration check. Hang on. Plus three. <laughs> it's still not enough, though. Um, what's what is a concentration check? It's constitution, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a ten. Is that? Uh, is that a success? That's enough. That's enough. That is exactly oh, enough. Yeah, just for the amount success. of damage you took. Brilliant. So you just managed to keep this boulder tiny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So the, uh, Clara, you are you're up next. You are on the floor, having been crushed a little bit by this boulder. I was not only was supposed to go. But you can see the now much smaller boulder rolling down towards you. Okay, I'm going to get up and try and stop it again. <laughs> get up. Uh, and get ready to stop it. Okay, give me uh, give me another uh, athletics check. Oh, sorry, strength saving throw. Okay. That's a natural one. Oh, <laughs> oh God. Okay, so you take six points of damage because it is much smaller (laughs) and are balled back over again because it bounces past you. Um, Abyss. I've forgotten I had this, but I'm going to take out my trusty portable hole. Yes. And uh, I'm going to lay that. I'm going to lay that down. Okay. Quickly get the portable hole rules up. Uh, you lay out. You get. A, you pull out a small. There is a card over here. Yes, yeah, a small sort of um, black circle of silk. Uh, at least so it seems. It's and yeah. Or actually no, it'd be kind of rubbery. It's it's exactly the portable hole from Roger Rabbit. <laughs> uh, <Yes. laughs> and uh, where do you place it? Um, I just place it on the floor by my feet. Okay. Or uh, no, wait, the wall. You place it on the wall. Yes. Okay, give me an intelligence check. Because uh, actually, wait, how wide is the portable hole? I'm still trying to find it. Here we go. There's a card. I think it's ten foot. Uh, it is six foot in diameter. Ah. Uh, yeah, still roll me an intelligence check because there's a small possibility it could it could go uh, uh, it could miss the hole. So you kind of have to judge the right best position. That was seven. Okay. <laughs> oh, right, it's all going to come down to a luck check for you then. I'm not a smarty. You place it in where you think is about the rest position, kind of in the middle. <laughs> Susan, looking down, you realise they've placed it far too high for where <laughs> it's probably going to go. So it's all going to come down to the lock. Actually, I don't have four. time to say anything. Uh, not really. <laughs> oh, not, yeah. not before she's pla- placed it. Uh, so, Sephra, you're up next. Can I see that it's going to miss? 
yeah. What's your intelligence? Because I know seasons is high. Yeah, it's not that high. No, uh, then you my don't. intelligence is eleven. You don't immediately see it. Uh, you can make an intelligence check, but uh, I'll make a check. Let's see. Um, no, that's a nine. Nope. Seems <laughs> this is legit. Work perfectly. Um, <laughs> if I knew, I could try and readjust it, but I don't know, and I can't stop it with anything. Press you is anyone something? in its way at the moment? Uh, I mean, I'd... is anyone going to get hit by it? Technically, actually, I, I missed uh, Abyss and um, uh, Bruce. Uh, if you wanted to move at all, so you you could have moved. So I yeah, guess. my my plan was to move into the hole. To okay. Be oh, you're going to move into the hole. Yeah. All right. So using the hole to hide. Okay. So right now, no one, depending on where it goes into the hole. <laughs> Or if it, or if indeed it passes in into the hole. It's <laughs> oh, a good question. Yeah, what happens once it goes into the hole? Yeah. Uh, so, I'm gonna move out of the way of it and try. And maybe I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna hold an action just in case it misses yeah. and comes down. If it comes down from the ceiling, I'm gonna try and push it okay. into the hole. All right, uh, you can try and push it into the hole. It comes down from the ceiling. Got it, uh, Susan. Because I think it's going to go in, but just in case. <laughs> so I've seen that it's not going to go in, haven't yeah. I? Yeah, it's not likely to. Can I try and adjust it? Yeah, you can actually just pick it up and like, move can it Can I down. use my actions to just move the hole a bit so that it will go in? <laughs> you certainly can. I like how you guys have just assumed what my plan is, and I've got something completely different in mind. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well. Susan has not not clocked what you're actually doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So having so now that you've hidden it, you pick up the hole, tear it off, and replace it for a, for a terrifying moment. Um, Abyss, everything goes dark, <laughs> and existence folds in around you before reopening in a slightly different position. Was weird. I then fly up to the ceiling to avoid the um, the boulder. Okay, so now we're going to see whether or not the boulder can get through into the hole. Um, we get to, whether get it, it can get into the hole before the teleportation ring activates. <laughs> so this is just pretty much a luck check. Uh, I have a question. Abbas, mm -hmm. would you consider being hit by the boulder lucky or unlucky? Hmm. I would consider it to be unlucky. Unpopular opinion, I know. Roll a d20. <laughs> okay. That was a four. Excellent. The boulder passes through uh, through the ring, and although the rings flash, it doesn't immediately disappear and reappear. Instead, it <laughs> slams into the hole itself. Roll. You and Bruce need to roll. Roll two last uh, dexterity or strength. Oh, no. If I've murdered your pet, you're definitely going to leave in disgust. You may have murdered you? me. <laughs> I you. I hope not. Okay, so Bruce got a six, and I got a. 21. No, 20, sorry. You take two points of, of damage, Breeze takes five. We're <laughs> 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 uh, okay! However, the, the boulder <clears throat> drops into the bottom of the portable hole, 
and is no longer uh, is no longer in motion. Is it now on top of me? Yes. <laughs> I'm just guys. It's about the size of a bowling ball and the weight. Are we out of initiative? You are now out of initiative. Can I help? Yeah. Pull her out. Yeah. <laughs> you fly down and uh, remove the boulder. Key, uh, no, I leave the boulder in there. I leaving just the boulder in there, you take it off her and let, uh, enable her to clamber out. Why would you do that to me? I was just trying to hide. You thought you were trying to get rid of the boulder. What? Oh! Because that, re- that yes, works. Yes, I was totally yeah. trying. Yep, yeah, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I, I am a genius and it worked. You're welcome. I almost had that. Right. If it just I, a third time would have been a charm. Yes, Clarabelle, <laughs> thank you for your insight. What? <laughs> um, trying to stop. Yeah, it. close enough as a response. That'll do. Right. <laughs> you um, continuing on then. You make your way up the ramp, and uh, you see there's another set of runes here that presumably is where the boulder reappears from. <laughs> Uh, and passing safely through those, you find yourself at a uh, at a, another stone door. It pushes open to reveal a series of chambers beyond what, what seem to be uh, dozens of workbenches, uh, places for... Uh, and you can see there are racks and racks of different weapons, uh, magical bows that work the same way that your javelins do, uh, spears, glaives all manner of things there are uh, 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 there are also a number of controlled substances the rare and dangerous red manna fruit uh, for mm. instance uh, which is known to have wild and unpredictable side effects <gasps> uh, you, you can fill your pack with some if you want yes, uh, yes I'm doing that you fill your packs with red manna fruit uh, uh, as there's also a certain amount of just gold just no see no this wouldn't be gold uh, wrong uh, wrong setting no you find you see a certain amount of just of the clay coins that pass for currency, valuable because you can grind them up and use them for soil, which is a rare and valued commodity, Ooh. piled into a corner. Like to also nick some money. You nick some money. Uh, I will. How s- many money do I uh, nick? I will say that you get a hundred <laughs> and uh, sorry, nope. You get three hundred and sixty clay coins. Um, I had ten yep. before that, so that's pretty fucking good. Yep. Yeah. Uh, your 360 clay pieces. Um, however, in the centre is something unusual. Very unusual. It's a number of objects consi- uh, s- uh, placed on a large plinth. One of them, the central object looks akin to like a sort of short staff. It seems to be made out of metal, but which is a rare uh, extravagance. Some sort of sleek, dark grey uh, metal. It has a hollow... It's most, a, lot of it, a certain amount of it is a hollow tube, but you can see where there is a, lo- a long stock or sort of a bit of, a, a, a bit of, position, a, a, of extra substance attached to one end, almost a sort of 90 degree... Uh, well, a sort of 45 degree angle made out of a strange substance that it's black. It reminds you a little bit of insect chitin, but it's not quite the same. You can see where there are sl- there is a slot in the bottom of it, which is currently empty. And there is another uh, slot uh, which le- uh, w- into which there has been inserted 
well, it's a curious thing. It's like almost like a, again, made of this strange black shiny substance, a sort of grip like you might see on a, on a woodworker's tools. Um, and into that slot in the in the uh, in the stock of this thing, you can see a space for a number of these strange black or sort of these strange gray metal cartridges. Each of which uh, there are five of these cartridges on the table. Each of which seems to be filled with dozens of tiny bright copper cylinders with little shiny lead ends. Hmm. Is it a gun? <laughs> a viewer from our world would definitely recognise this it's as a an assault gun. rifle. <laughs> with a series of magazine clips. But obviously we don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> <All right. laughs> well done for describing a gun and it not sounding like a gun until the last <laughs> second though, like ten points to Slytherin. Um, yes, there is a curious little sort of uh, bit uh, that just seems positioned where a, hand, a finger might fit. And you can see there's a small lever there as well. Have we ever... Like, have Nothing we... like this you have ever encountered before. Can I detect good and evil again? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to look at it and just... Because it looks super evil. Mm. Um, it's strange. You do get an emanation from it. It's not so much good or evil. There's just a... There's a strange sort of corruption that comes off it. Mm. I think it's a puzzle. I think we need to put the, the things in the right slots. I okay. wouldn't touch it. It think? looks... Might be a magic mm. wand. Yeah, it could be. Look, I think we should put this in here. I attempt to put one of the bullets in the wand hole of the end. Okay. You put the you put the wand, one of the wands. Uh, you see where some of the bullets have come out of the little cartridges. You put them back in. They slot neatly into place until the cartridge is full. Guys, I did it! I did it! And then you slip the cartridge into the butt. <laughs> it leaves a satisfying clicking sound. Ooh! And then and I... wait, as do you pick up and you pick up I the pick thing? It up, yeah. As you pick it up. There is a straight, you hear a sort of sound as some sort of magical alarm goes off. New kid, what did you do? A series of, gl of glyphs that you haven't really investigated to notice around the outside of the table light up. And suddenly the whole area begins to shake uh, and you see flecks of, uh, 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 of a stone begin to come out of the ceiling. Uh, the whole mountain begins to begins to shake and uh, rumble. Oh, that's not good. Oh, that's very bad. We need to go. Okay. Sorry. So you have the you you have the uh, so Abbas, you have the assault rifle. Yes, I and do. one but you clip. Don't know what it is. <laughs> do, you, do you want do you grab the rest while you're at it? Yeah. Okay, you have it. five clips of assault Great. rifle. Um, Tell me if you like you. The, it fits comfortably into your hands. You can tell, and oh yeah, no, this. You can see where your finger would would push oh. this lever very much if you wanted to. Do you give it a try? I do. I give it a try. <laughs> oh no, where is it pointing? Uh, <laughs> probably up, roll forty eight damage. Forty eight. Great. Uh, let's do this. Oh, oh god. god, I I rolled That's well. Really good. Uh, that is uh. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. Okay, you do 23 points of damage to the wall as you as you just fire a three-round burst, blasting huge chunks into the stone. Oh, I think I like this thing. <laughs> that is a scary <laughs> wand. We should leave. Um, we, should leave. we need to go. Wand. 
Okay, you hurl through. As the whole building, uh, uh, the, uh, as expected, the, the corridor, you're running through, it begins to crack and crumble. Sections of stone begin to collapse around you. I want everyone to give me dexterity saves, uh, please. Can, as we go, can I cast Bless as we leave? Yes. Uh, which I can do, if I use a second level spot, I can do four creatures. Okay. <laughs> you hit everyone except, uh, except um, Bruce. Okay, so Wait. is that... How, where's, Dex who's, was that? Who's, who's the fourth? Uh, there are, th- nope. There, you're right. There are, there are, there, there are, th- one, two, three, four, five. Bruce, don't forget Abyss. Abyss and Bruce are not one entity. Unfortunately. <laughs> Unless yeah. are you casting on yourself? I'm forget- I wasn't forgetting. Um, I've forgotten who I wasn't forgetting because I was counting and going, wait a moment. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think I was counting myself. Oh, okay, if you were ignoring yourself, then Bruce is affected, but you forgot. Yay. You forget to bless yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's okay. what I've done. So deck saves. Um, uh, if you're within ten feet of me, get plus three, plus three to it. Okay, okay. so yeah, that is that's... actually a dirty twenty, as well cool. as the d4. Twenty-four. So good. Uh, Bruce got nineteen yep. and Abyss got twenty-one. Okay. Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. Uh, you're the only one who actually rolled low enough to take any damage. You take. Yeah. Uh, you uh, you do take seven points of damage from a bit of falling masonry, but the rest of you are able to fly around out off are able to fly and run out as the whole uh, mountain begins to collapse around you. Uh, racing forwards, you find yourself working through the mist again, just like. Hints of distant figures, but you're not quite sure of it. But there, up ahead, you can see the form of the uh, pretty fly in the mist. Uh, you run up the uh, sort of calling out to the pretty fly, who has been trained to lower her, uh, to lower its hatch uh, when needed uh, upon command, because it is a living creature. The hatch lowers, uh, and you scramble inside. In the distance, you can just hear. The distant sound of a dragon's roar. Oh shit! Uh, you, clambering for your things, uh, uh, Abyss, you uh, you run up into uh, crawling up into the pilot's seat. Sit back and feel your consciousness flood into your body. As you, it's only as you take flight, however, that you suddenly feel small foreign objects at the base of your wings. But it's too late. Roll me a cons- roll me a de- uh, roll me a piloting check. Okay. Oh, that is that's cocked. cocked so. Yeah. You're blessed. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're still blessed. blessed. Okay, yeah. so that's 11, 12, 13, 14. You manage to s- you barrel roll. Everyone is thrown to the side <laughs> as this happens through the through the port <laughs> through the portholes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, except for you, Catherine. Through the portholes, you can just see in the distance. <laughs> Rising, uh, flying in from the distance through the storm is the form of a huge bronze-scaled dragon. But in the, you also see small, strange uh, objects, which you realize as enchant, uh, enchanted mana fruits flying off, uh, through uh, off two of uh, pretty flies' uh, wings. Uh, they suddenly. <laughs> explode in the distance but two of them are still on the wings and as they uh, as they blast away you find your, that you're flying crippled struggling to maintain altitude give me another piloting check ah, okay. can begin... i heal the ship uh, is that a thing you that can, can try you, you can certainly try you'll need to climb to the outside yes i can walk on it <laughs> 22 okay 
I'm gonna give it um, 15 hit points. Okay, as this is uh, as this is happening, you heal back up uh, some of the damage. This is point. Uh, Caffrey, uh, sorry, not Caffrey. Uh, Pretty fly. You did take sixty points of damage. Oh no, twenty-five. Sorry, okay. I've got twenty-five. Which is now thirty-five points of damage uh, from the attack. However, more importantly, two of your wings are disabled. You're trying to uh, manage what you ca- uh, flight you can, but they're and although you're event- preventing a complete free fall, you are losing altitude, sweeping lower and lower as from up above you see. <sighs> the huge form of the bronze dragon opens its mouth as a whirling cylinder of flame spears down through the clouds uh give me another piloting check i'm gonna say yep everyone inside that was a nat 20. excellent everyone inside give uh, give me a dexterity save oh god Okay. Uh, what about me on the outside? <laughs> you definitely. Are we still blessed? <laughs> yep, still blessed. Uh, you are still blessed. And no one's within 10 feet of me. Just in the note, that uh, would make my 22. Oh, that's a natural 20. <laughs> uh, 15. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, uh, okay. Uh, 15. Did anyone get lower than a 15? don't think so. All right. Then you all take... Uh, okay, you only take, all take... 15 points of damage rather than 30. Oh, I'm on two hit points. Root to some degree through through you. However, by this point, with the. uh, Like, you actually managed to. Like, you really skillfully evade it, but part of the way that you evade it is by having to dive lower and lower. Uh, as uh, you find yourself caught, um, and for reasons of time I'm going to slightly distract this, you find yourself caught in a running battle with uh, none other than Tharanax Bronzewing, uh, evading, sweeping to the sides. But everything you do, even the f- uh, the blasts that you uh, produce from your uh, uh, fr- from your tail uh, beam are all delaying tactics. You manage to drive him away with the uh, as the, the three of you you sail out by glider or flight or broomstick or just gliding. Uh, but the sh- uh, but the pretty flies continuing to uh, to fall lower and lower. You're forced to clamber back inside as the ship plunges deeper and deeper down into the smog. Scrambling for yours, uh, for the respirators uh, within the medical bay. Uh, from your perspective as the ship, Abbas, you see strange black and green smoke surround you. It feels like every part of you is being poisoned, like deep toxins are running through your blood. Instinctively, you begin, all you can focus on is trying to find some way to break or free or to land. Give me one last piloting check. Okay. I'd like to put a breather on Abyss if, yeah. not, if oh, she's not you. moved. Yeah, like, you, that yeah, seems you, sensible. You clamber up and put one on her unconscious form. 26. Okay, it's. Or uh, if I'm blessed, 29. You are. Oh, I'm not sure. I've you're, just realized it's you only might attacks, potentially so, have reached. Yeah. Uh, 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 you are uh, careening down. Uh, the rest of you kind of see this through the len- uh, through the uh, s- uh, viewing screens. If you're in the pilot's chamber or through the portholes, you break through the lower uh, uh, part of the smog, and 
doing using the last of your energy to control your landing you see yourself you find yourself feel yourself swooping down amongst huge wrecked steel and concrete structures gutted skyscrapers uh, reaching up far, uh, far above almost touching the same smog you careen down into what was once an avenue the trees there long since uh, dead and half calcified before crashing down below as you reach the ground you you instinctively begin the process of feeling that knowing that uh, the pretty fly can't breathe down here that it needs some way to survive you activate the uh coma the sort of regenerative coma mode of the pretty fly to give her time to regenerate and returning to your own body you find that someone has mercifully placed a respirator mask on you oh however outside there are thick deep green and grey fumes that pass through this strange alien landscape dimly lit by what little sunlight seems to somehow filter through the smog above and what even more curiously in the distance you see a figure a humanoid figure hunched and wearing some sort of heavy black suit and, and, and a face concealing mask uh, with a curious set of tubes emerge from a building and look up at you. What do you do? Are, are they humanoid? They're humanoid as far as you can tell. Seems to be about human height, maybe a little hunched over, maybe a little old. I'm going to panic and cast a spell at them. Okay. <laughs> uh. I'm going to do... Can um, I say something to Susan just as she's starting to cast? Yeah, you can. As, as Pat, Susan is starting to cast. Uh, pretty sure we're about to die, so I thought I should just tell you I've only got your name. I don't have Clarabelle's name on me. I didn't tattoo that. I I did the tattoo. It was just yours. Oh, okay. I cast my spell. <laughs> and <laughs> it is um, around the figure springs up a 20-foot square of black tentacles. And I look... Yeah. I look at um, I look at Sephra and say, "I learnt that spell for you." Oh. <laughs> As the figure is begins begins to be dragged down by the tentacles, struggling against it, uh, it's, it you can see that it's some, it tears out portions of the breather. <laughs> You can't hear the sounds of desperation as the figure struggles and begins to, uh, 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 and does all it can to break free of the tentacles and flee back into one of the buildings, desperately trying to reconnect its breather, um, but obviously now beginning to shake and tremble. Your ship is grievously injured. You have only four hours of air in your rebreathers. And you are beneath the smog. In the distance, you can see there is um, an archway. Uh, it's a curious archway. It's it's uh, it's a little hard to recognise, but you can see now there is actually yes, no, there is water down here. Vast quantities of water, a sea, things you've only heard of in legends, and by it, docks ruined and an archway uh, over these docks. 
Uh, do any of you speak languages other than common? No. <laughs> yes. Many languages. Elvish. I speak Abyssal. I okay. have Aarakocra, Draconic, Druidic, oh, um, Elvish, and Primordial. Prim- <laughs> yeah, I speak Primordial as well. Okay, the two of you that speak Primordial Ooh. can see, uh, can just about read this. It's weird. You've never, you've only seen scattered fragments of what it reads, uh, and it reads. Welcome to Kion, city of the world. And how will you survive down here beneath the smog with four hours of air and an injured ship? Find out next week on Skylords of Charantel. So, thank you all very much for playing. Thank you all very much for listening. And farewell from all of us here at Skylords of Sharantel, fair winds and natural twenties. It's Skylords of Sharantel, they've been through heaven, the gold through hell. The power of friendship will carry them through, cause you've got me and I've got you. A terrible new world awaits Beneath the smog there's no escape Our broken friends seem doomed to fail But Skylords will prevail When our friendship problems are at death's knell We'll stick together the Skylords Skylords of Sharon